Good evening, and welcome back to Night Owl Nerds. Tonight we are going to be, hopefully, finishing the Tomb of Horrors, as we have four survivors left with us. Balthus, Barnaby, Ellie, and Ed. Last time we left off with them discovering a hole in the wall in the shape of a skull. They then traveled into a chamber they had not yet explored, housing a siren. Ellie was the first to fall victim to the siren's charm, wanting nothing more than to hear the luring voice up closer. Try as they might, the party could not quite hold her in place. Barnaby also falling victim to the siren's call, both, both tried marching forward. Where Balthus requesting Ed to make him deaf, literally deaf, charged forward with a metaphorical blind rage, splitting the siren in twain before discovering a stone skull that would fit in the wall that they had seen earlier. Inserting the skull opened a secret passage allowing them to travel through to a large pillared hall. Inserting, inserting three swords into the door simultaneously, they opened it and discovered darkness. And as they explored the room further, they found a throne and a, and a staff. Barnaby, being the bravest of the bunch, decided to don the crown, granting him sight as far as the room's walls would allow. Being the only one Without dark vision, this was a surprise to him. Continuing to explore the room, they found an empty closet-sized room, a room with a stone pedestal and a sarcophagus sitting on the top, and also what could only be viewed as a torture chamber with several rotting corpses that looked to have died of hunger. We left off with Barnaby sitting on the throne, feeling immensely powerful. And that's where we'll pick up. Barnaby, as you sit down on the throne, you feel this sense of power. As you wield the staff in one hand and the crone on your head, you feel like a king. And that's kind of all that you feel right now. Like, you're stuck in a tomb, and that's setting in as you're sitting on this throne. But you feel really good. All hail, King Barnaby! Bow! And I aim, like, I just kind of, like, cast the scepter, and I'm like... And then I, I look at Balthus, and it fades for a minute, like, oh, fuck, what am I doing? And then it comes back even more intense. Barnaby, what you doing? Uh, you know, just, uh, kind of enjoying myself. That's kind of how I relieve my stress. Careful where you point that staff. We don't know what's happening. Barnaby, as as you hear your brother question what you're doing and saying, be careful where you point the staff, you realize it was completely in your head and you just felt like you might have been a king for a moment and you realize, oh no, I'm still trapped in a tomb with my brother. We got to figure our way out. <laughs> Shit. Was the uh, whole thing a DM trick? It was, it was a flavor <laughs> trick, yeah. Fuck to you. try to give us a cliffhanger for the end of the last episode. Fuck you and my <laughs> stress levels. <laughs> um, 
Barnaby, I will say from where you sit, off to your right hand side of the throne, and what would be the southwest or the excuse me, the southeast corner for everyone else, um, you can see a pile of ash and a something glowing from where you sit. Um, servants! There is something in that corner! But the shit's going to be. Okay, yeah, there's something in the corner there, brother. There you go. Which corner? Uh, the, the one, and I, I point to our east. East. Do you see anything else? Uh, no, just, uh, I feel like my ego is inflating a little bit with, uh, with all this, uh, with all this bling. Feels and good. Get, get off the throne. We, we really don't have time for you to be enjoying yourself right now. Tell you what, I'll make you a really big chair when we get home. Ooh! What's it gonna be made out of? I don't know. Piss and shit for all I care. Get the fuck off the chair. I mean, that's awful. Fucking Jesus. I get off the chair. Hey, look at the bright side. You won't have to clean it when you make dumpies. Ah. The porcelain throne after all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I can see the ash in my uh, FOV. What am I looking at? It's just a pile of ash. Um, as you get closer to the pile of ash, you can see that it's what appears to be a heap of charred bones, skulls, and crisp, uh, crisped and blackened remains of clothing and armor. Spicy. Can I see anything near it that might have been the source of said charring? Uh, potentially, if you were to get a little closer. Okay, fine. I will step <laughs> ten feet closer. That's a little... Uh, from where you stand, you can see faintly a orange, what appears to be almost an orb. Okay. Just, uh, just like on top of the ash, or uh, it appears to be partially obscured by the pile of ash, okay. as if some was sitting on. Like, think of it like seventy percent sunk in. So as you get closer, you can see over some of the higher points of the ash pile. You can see the orb, but it looks like it's like seventy percent covered in it. Okay. It's like nestled in this pile yeah. of ash. All yeah, right. this pile. Of, it's like a like a bird egg. And its nest Aww. is ash and charred remains. I want to sit on it. Like a little egg. Hey, you want me to? You want me to? Want me to hit it with this? With this uh, big metal thing? Sure. Go touch it with the scepter. See what happens. It's nice knowing you, brother. Wait. Uh, wait. So, so. So. No. You don't. You don't want me to hit it with it. Ellie, can you try to tell what this is, like, without touching it? Uh, I'll do my best. Brother, sit here. I want to go take a look at it. Okay. Uh, as you get nice up and close to it, you can actually see that it's not an orb. It's a gem. It appears to be 
a GM. Yeah. Okay. Do I feel any magic coming off the gem? You casting a spell to determine no. that? No, I was just wondering if I could like feel while I'm looking at it, like feel any presence of magic type deal. You feel uh, a presence of magic separate from the one that you felt within the tomb, yes. Uh, though it would require probably a spell to figure out exactly what school it's from. Ali, does it seem dangerous? I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure. It has some type of magic, but I, I have no way of discerning what type it might be. All right. Um, would I be able to tell what kind of magic it is? Um, if you got close enough and had a, had a spell like detect magic, you could pinpoint exactly what school it's from. Yes. Uh, I have to look and see what I have for spells. Alternatively, because I've looked at your character sheets and realized the only person that had to spell magic took a header into a lava pit from the seesaw from hell if you sit with it for long enough I'll let you cast effectively cast detect magic as a ritual spell effectively like you sit with it long enough in your hand you can figure out what type of magic it is but you have to hold it same thing with and that'll go for any magic items for the rest of the tomb Would anybody like to pick it up, or should I? Pick it up. You'll pick it up? Yeah, I'll pick it up. Alright. So I will... go over to it. And... oh. Okay. You go. I didn't Thank know if you. you could see it from where you were at. Kind of. All right, so it'll take you just a couple of minutes to figure out what it is, if you'd like to do that. What do I need to do? Um, Basically, it would just be sitting there and focusing on the gem after you okay. pick it up and hold it. Okay, so I will kneel and hold it in my hands and kind of close my eyes, trying to have all my concentration on it as I can. All right. So as you reach down and pick up the gem from its nest of charred destruction, um, you can see that it seems to be like glowing orange. Uh, it's not just orange itself and catching light. It seems itself to be glowing orange. Um, as you make contact with it, you can feel that it's a powerful magic. After a few minutes, um, I just accidentally zoomed in. Uh, after a few minutes of sitting and focusing on what types of school it could be, um, you almost instantly rule out uh, necromancy and life as potential schools of magic. This has nothing to do necessarily with the life or death of creatures. However, it does feel like a strong, immensely strong aura of conjuration magic. 
Okay. Um, so... Good news. Has nothing to do with life or death. Um... It's not really necessarily bad news, but it's some type of conjuration. I'm not sure what. And that's all I can tell. Alright. I guess we could work with that. Do you want to hang on to it? Yeah, I can hold it for now. Alright. Well, we're all in a group. Ellie is going to burn a 5th level spell slot. And cast... Mass cure wounds on everybody, including my little friendly elephant. Oh boy! Wait. So everybody gets 27 hit points. Okay. John, I will update your token for you. Thank you. Uh, the total I have on yours, John, is 88. Is that accurate with your record? Yep. Okay, cool. Did you say 27? 27, yes. Alright, I'm back. Feeling good. You see Balthus just kind of stretching his shoulders, cracking his shoulder blades. All his wounds have closed up. Ed, I will tell you that if you continue to hold on to it, you can start narrowing down what spells it might be as you think about it more. Okay. If you guys would like to continue with uh, trying to find a way out of this room, yeah, please feel free. I believe we should press on and try to figure a way out of here. Well, the only thing we didn't really play with was the wooden sarcophagus. At the top of in that other room, we just kind of looked at it and walked away, saying "Nope." So maybe we should—I uh, don't know—fuck with the coffin. There, there was also that devil's head. That looked just like the other one, and I—I I don't trust that. I—I I don't either. But if it's the only other thing, if the sarcophagus fails. Yeah, but that was twenty feet up. I mean, I can throw Ed pretty well, but you two—not—I'm not so sure. At this point, I'm willing to try anything to get us out of here. We've been in here for, I feel like, forever. <laughs> I don't even know what time it is. It's like time stops when we're in here. Yeah, it's kind of freaky, right? I'm going to go take a look at that sarcophagus. Anyone want to follow? I'll follow. All right. I'll come with you. Fire the bee. You coming? You, you told me to sit! Come. Fucking hell, my back! Um. And as I go along the uh, the pillars, I'm just like, like a kid with a stick. I'm taking that scepter, and I'm just like, clink, clink, clink. All right. I'll keep that in mind. Uh, Ed, as you've been holding on to this gem, you're able to narrow down that it's either an eighth, or what would be meta, an eighth or a ninth level spell. Like, it is immensely powerful to you. Fuck. Can I have one? Like, I'm not a spellcaster, but can I have one? <laughs> Should I update the group on that, or keep that to myself? Um, if you can find a way to not meta-tell them that it's an 8th or a ninth level spell, please feel free. <laughs> I'll hold off for now. 
Guys, this is way beyond my power. Alright. So I'm now standing at the threshold of the room with the sarcophagus in it. Alright. Ahead of you, you see a wooden sarcophagus that is sealed, sitting atop a stone pedestal. It appears to be like a six-foot-long sarcophagus. Okay. It's not like a baby sarcophagus. like a little, a little baby, baby mama dude. Barnaby, I may need your help with this. Okay. Will you come into the room with me? I sure will. All right. So we'll both step into the room up to the sarcophagus. Okay. Can I inspect the pedestal? Like, do I see any, like, cracks in the floor around the pedestal? Can I see... Can I can I investigate for traps? Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, that is a five. Uh, to your knowledge, this pedestal is not trapped. Okay, cool. All right, Barnaby, I'm going to see what happens if we take the sarcophagus off the pedestal. Can you take one end? I'll take the other. Sure will. All right. The muscle boy is at it again. So on the count of three, we'll lift. Ready? Okay. One, two, four. Ah, wait, what? Three. Ah! <laughs> All right. I was waiting for you to say three so I could say roll me a strength check and you said four and almost caught me off guard. <laughs> I fucked with the Elder Gods. Um, that is a dirty 20. Okay. I'm sorry, one more time. 15? 15, okay. Um, both of you uh, are able to lift the sarcophagus and it feels heavier than it was than an empty sarcophagus. Um, and as you lift it off the pedestal, nothing happens. I kind of peek underneath it, see if there's anything under it. Nothing, just a blank pedestal. The top of the pedestal looks a lot cleaner in the outline of a sarcophagus than the rest really? of the pedestal did on top. That's, yeah. that's fucking suspicious, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brother, let, let's put it down. Ah, fuck. I think it was heavy. We, we remember that time we had to, to lift that cart with all the shit on it, because that that little old lady uh got trapped under there. Ugh, what a fucking headache that was. She was such a dumbass. I don't know what the fuck she was thinking. But anyway, it just kind of um, reminded me of that. One pack mule for three chests of gold. What the fuck was up with that woman? I don't know. Where she did she get the money? Guards. I don't know. Maybe she didn't even have any guards either. We you should, know what? We should have. We should have stolen that. That was probably an insurance premium, life insurance for sure. Oh, maybe her 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 uh, partner died, and uh, yeah. Did they just do it like that? They'll just be like, "Oh, he died. Here's some money." Probably. Shit. You know what? When we get out of here, let's start a business like that. That sounds that sounds really good. And then maybe we we know where they're going if it's like an old lady, and then yeah. we just like rob her down the road. Sounds like fun. Ooh-wee. Right. Anyway. I'm not sure if anyone took away what I took away from that, but what it sounds like to me is that Barnaby and Balthus are going to start a mob. Like a mafia, almost. Maybe. Maybe. 
It's none of your damn business. Meanwhile, I'm taking out my sword, and I'm gonna try to find a crease in the sarcophagus. Which sword? The only sword Balthus has. Okay, just so long as he's not into necro necrophilia. That's no, all no, that's not that's not his deal. He's got horns, but he's not horny. So finding a seam in the sarcophagus is pretty easy. Um, yeah, so you're you're easily able to locate a seam. I'm gonna hold my breath and tell Barnaby to do the same. <laughs> Wedge my blade into the seam and crack that bitch open. That bitch. Uh... All right. Inside the car the sarcophagus, you find the parts of a mummy. Not, not a like a mummy, but you find parts of a mummy. Uh, basically, it's a person that's bandaged up, and a lot of the bandage is tattered and missing. Can I rummage? Sure. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Assuming you want to, like, look through this. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Go ahead and roll me a perception check. Fifteen. Um, lifting up the skeletal remains of this wrapped and mummified person, uh, there's not much that you see underneath it or around it. However, the odor is quite foul. I have a really strange idea. Okay. What if we put this dead fucker on the throne? It's not a bad idea. Does the sarcophagus... We've lifted this. Does the sarcophagus feel heavier than what a dehydrated humanoid body should like in a sarcophagus does it feel like there's more in this sarcophagus than is just a dehydrated body not really no all right <clears throat> but it would the sarcophagus when you picked it up felt heavier than a wooden crate of its size right basically there was a human raisin inside of it yeah <clears throat> can i take the human raisin out of it uh yes you absolutely can Okay. Is, it, is it shaped like a small dwarven boy? <laughs> <laughs> boy, right. how do you shape like a dwarf now? <laughs> it wasn't before, but now it is. So I'm going to hoist Orin over my shoulder and start walking towards the throne. Okay. Can I ask why you're carrying a mummified body? Oh, I'm going to put it on the throne, see if it comes to life. Oh, that sounds like a great idea. More things to kill us. Hey, it's either we die here or we get out. And quite frankly, I'm losing my patience. Either one is fine. So I walk up to throne. I plop body on throne. Does anything happen? As you set the corpse on the throne. And I'm not doing this gently. As you lob the corpse <laughs> onto the throne crashes down and just kind of lays there head off to one side and arm completely off armrest yep 
just dangling there. Yeah. And you watch it for a few moments. And a few more moments pass. And several seconds pass. And nothing's happening. Hey, wait, 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 hold on! Ah, I mean, this thing is fucking cool. But I, I take the crown off. And I, like... like you try, try to, to take the crown off, and you can't. Ah, oh, fuck, I forgot! God! Maybe give it the scepter. I see where you're going. Worth a shot! Here you go, dead thing! And I try to, like... I try to, like, try to, like, pry a hand and, like, put it in. You try to make it firmly grasp the scepter? Yeah. Firmly grasp it. Uh... You manage to pry open its cold, dead, stinky hands and stick the scepter in it and then force them back closed. And now it's a slumped over mummified human holding a scepter on the throne. Now, Fuck! Let me, let me throw out this idea. So you can't get the crown off. Let's say the, it needs the crown on its head. If the crown's attached to you and you sit on his head, Maybe that'll do it. I kind of st- I stare awkwardly <laughs> off into space for a moment, and I just shrug and go, "Okay." So I just kind of <laughs> like stand on the seat, and I just kind of like gently lay my butt down <laughs> on the thing. Okay. So I just want to get this picture straight. <laughs> There's a throne. There's a mummified dwarf wielding a scepter on the throne. Slumped on the throne. On top of the mummified dwarf wielding a scepter's head, wearing like a hat, is Barnaby. And then on top of Barnaby is a crown. Yes. Barnaby, this is the most uncomfortable position you've ever found yourself in, including the one time that you had to take dumpies while in a tree. Aw, oh, man. And nothing happens. Uh, Except on. you've you've unlocked the achievement teabagging the dead. Hey! For <laughs> like hold negative on. four points. Maybe if you, like, really, really get, like, on there. Like, like you're just kind of like, resting on there, but, like, really, really, like... You know, kind of, I guess, spread your cheeks and, like, try and... Alright, I'm done sit. with this. I am done with this. Stop it, Ellie. Uh-huh, but that was fun. And Balthus is going to get off the dais and start, in like, briskly walking towards the fucking ash pile from before. <laughs> and he's going to pull out his sword and just start kind of, like, swiping at the ash pile to see what the fuck is under there and figuring out what the hell... Is it, like, is it, like, aggressive? Oh, god, yeah. I'm not quite so, in a rage, but I'm pissed. So I I start feeding off your energy, and also the fact that Barnaby suddenly realizes that he was kind of being like made a fool a little bit with that. So Barnaby reaches down, takes the scepter, and just in like a frustration, he just like starts like he like hits the mummified body with the fucking scepter. I try placing the gem on the throne and see what happens. Uh, you absolutely can. Okay. So. Who drew I'll, I'll a co- mummy? Huh? 
who drew a mummy on the throne? Uh, <laughs> of course it was me. <laughs> so I guess I'll walk up to the throne and gently place the, st- the gem on the mummy. Because I'm not sure what else to do. All right, so dodging Barnaby swinging a scepter at a mummified dwarf. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be shaking the, my head as I do that. You set the gem on the throne and feel like nothing has happened. Uh, however, with your time with the gem, you are near positive that it is a ninth level spell. So... What do I do with that then? I don't think I can do anything with a ninth level spell. I think that's too powerful for me. No, like the gem is infused with a ninth level spell. Oh, oh, oh. So do I break the gem to unlock the spell? <laughs> I guess the real question is here, do you want to use it or not? Sure, I'll use it. I'll mm. I'll use it however I need to. Sorry, I'm distracted, child. No, I know. So I can't really think and concentrate because of child. Do can I meta warn her? Yeah. Yeah, okay. you can. You don't have the ability to cast ninth level spells at your current level. We also don't know what spell this is and you're a cleric. So there's an extreme chance here that when you cast this, it could backfire. Since we haven't identified what the actual spell is, this could backfire and kill you or all of us. Also, I don't really want to use it. And that's kind of what my thinking was. It's just too powerful. You probably wouldn't break the gem to use the spell. You would just uh, channel what the spell would be if you could cast it. And it would allow you to cast it for free. So Similar to a spell scroll, but it's in, infused into a gem instead of a scroll, which so, in this uh, case actually makes it easier to cast. Um, a strong suggestion would be wait until you have uh, at least come closer to identifying what the spell is. Um, and when you do try to cast it, know that you'll have to make an arcana check. And if you don't pass, it will fail and could backfire um, because you can cast a ninth level spell having this gem. But because it's beyond your normal power reach, the Arcana check's going to come in, and it could it could backfire, but it might not. I guess I'll just hold on to it for now until I figure it out, I guess. So I'll just yeah. go grab it off the throne and put it back in my pocket. Sounds good. Um, Barnaby, or excuse me, not Barnaby, Balthus, as you are swinging your sword through the piles of ash connecting with different pieces of gear a helmet goes flying off into the or past some of the pillars and you smash a charred breastplate into the wall potentially even kicking aside a broken and melted sword um you find nothing except a wider range of mess once you're finished so there's like nothing under the pile Right, can I look around at the walls and try to figure out why the fuck this gem is even here or was here? Like, can I just roll a perception check to see if I see anything that doesn't seem like wall? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, how's a 19 do? As you've been walking around, 
uh, the room for the last several minutes. Everything seems to be, be... This room in particular seems to be very meticulous. Um, as you're walking up and down the walls near this area, you realize passing pillar after pillar after pillar, all of the pillars are exactly spaced apart. Like, say, four or five strides apart. But they're all right there. Five stride, five stride, five strides apart. Like, there was some serious thought that went into this room and its design and creation. Everything had a, has a purpose. What color is the throne? Uh, the throne is... It's a very good question. Is the picture you handed Obsidian. out... Yeah, I was going to say, you handed out a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Alright. I'm just going to fast travel real quick to the back to the top of the dais because I don't want to drag things out. Yep. Um, from the throne, you mentioned that the columns are all differently colored. Uh, they are, yes, pastel colors, floor to ceiling. Are they all different colors? Or are like, 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 like paint this picture. Are they each a solid color or are they like patterned in some way? Like if I look at a single column, is it one color? Um, no, I'm going to say no. Okay. Can I see anything in the columns that I can see from here that would indicate to me like I'm going super meta on this one. Like, you know, you, you're playing a video game, you see something, and there's little clues on the map that show you a direct path. Think. Are like, you trying to watch dogs put together a QR code of pink and of pink or green pastel colors? No, I'm trying to find the okay. uh, the wind patterns in the grass in the Lost Woods. Gotcha. That went yeah. completely over my head. Um, there's. The I'm gonna. I'm yeah. gonna tell you. You can spend 10 hours real time. You're not going to find any pattern there. All right. While it's very meticulous in the placement of the pillars and the painting of the pillars also is very meticulous using exactly the same color pastels, there is no pattern to be discerned from them. Okay. Um, looking at the, the handout you gave us, uh, does... It's the picture of the crown and that scepter. They match what that picture shows. Correct. Okay, so there's like the red gem on there. Um, I'm just reading uh, in in the book here oh, no to try to find. I'm gonna start fast traveling around this room. Fuck the RP. Same. <laughs> um, it doesn't specify that it is, so I'm gonna say it is. Okay. Hey, hey, Ed. Yes. I uh, kind of remember when I put this thing on my head. There's a there's a, a red gem on there, right? As far okay. as I know. Does it? 
What, what does it look like compared to the, the, the thing you're holding? Um... DM, do they look... Do they look alike? They're visibly two different cuts of gems and colors. They're a little different, and the cut isn't exact. Why do you ask? Uh, fallen really? Um, can I take a closer inspection on the crown to see if it's missing any gems? Absolutely. Is that an investigation, or...? Um... Yeah, Perception. roll me investigation. We haven't yeah. had had an investigation roll yet this session. Yeah, because I haven't rolled, like, three of them. I got a 16. You did roll one. Yeah. But you rolled like two perceptions too. <laughs> We're evening it out. Um, you do not see any open sockets or anything like that for a gem to be inlaid in this crown. Though the crown does look like it's in immaculate condition, as if it had just come back from the royal jeweler. Uh, the crown, the inlaid crown on the uh, throne. Mm hmm. Is that jewel in the crown? There is not a jewel in the crown. Does and there's look... not a cutout for one either. Okay. And what what does that, that inlay look like again? It's just uh, like it looks, etched into the floor? It's or? a silver inlay matching the exact crown on your head. Yeah, because you said that was on the throne, but it's not in the image. It isn't, yeah, because it's a it's a it's a skill check to see or to determine that. But as soon as Ellie walks within 10, 10 nautical miles of anything, <laughs> she knows exactly what's there. <laughs> so I gave that to you guys as soon as she got within range. Hey, do we do we you look the 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 gem has magic over there. The the crown lets me see everything in this room. Um, do do we think this does anything? And I just like kind of wave around the scepter. It probably does, but. Fuck me if I know. Can I see if the scepter is missing any gems or anything? Um, you can tell by the way that it's built and the fact that Barnaby was swinging it fairly close to your head while he was bludgeoning a dead <laughs> dwarf uh, that it did not look like there was a gem missing. Okay. Um, also, in your time with this gem, you have narrowed it down to two potential spells. It is either a ninth level storm of vengeance, or it is a ninth level wish spell. I'm gonna continue to hold on to it and uh, see if I can't learn more about it to figure out which spell it is. Good call, because one of those could be great and one of those could be awful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would like to. So, all that armor that's strewn about from Balthus. I want to kind of take a look at the armor that got strewn about, see okay. if I can spot anything. Okay. How old are you, Ellie? That is a good question. Uh, two hundred. The, the real question. Two hundred and thirty. Okay. Um, I'm not gonna have you roll me perception because I already know it's gonna be above twenty. <laughs> um, as you're looking through the armor that. 
Balthus has been so nice as to toss across probably a 30-foot radius for you, making it nice and easy to, you know, have to walk around and find. You're actually seeing armor here from when you were a kid. Like, there's there's styles of armor that have were have become obsolete within the last two centuries. And then there's stuff that looks like it could have been made ten years ago, five years ago, a hundred and thirty years ago. Like this is old and new. Okay. You I guys call- are not the first ones to be here. And wanna- it looks like it's been quite some time uh, since uh, the first person was here, potentially. I want to collect all the pieces of armor. Okay. And put them together into, like, like up a, lean, start put assembling them up against, leaning against one of the pillars and basically make, like, a suit of armor. Uh, you can try to. You might end up with a few extra pieces and a few missing pieces. Okay. I'll, I'll give it a shot. Okay. What should I roll for that? Roll me a d6. Okay. It's not very often you get to roll a d6. It's not for damage, is it? Uh, four. Okay. Um, as you're grabbing different pieces of armor and trying to figure out where they might go and putting them all together to try to assemble a full suit of armor. Um, You realize that you're missing a pauldron and you've got two extra greaves and you're missing like an upper portion of a leg, but you've got two extra breast breastplates um, and it takes you about four minutes to do so. Can I bend some of the extra pieces into the right looking type of armor to put it in those places? Um, are you just trying to construct a suit of armor? Mm-hmm. Can I ask why? Because I'm thinking if it all gets together, it might come alive. Got it. You don't have the tools to craft the armor pieces that you're trying to make. So it's going to take you a lot of fucking time. Yeah, never mind. And I don't think Ellie exactly knows how to make those pieces of armor. Oh, yeah, um, I wasn't I wasn't going to make them well. I was just like going to bend the metal to look like it was the right thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tell be... you it's not going to work. Ah. Fair enough. You believe you're the king of this room now, right? I am the king of this room. Okay, king. Let's go back to the door we came in from and see if you can command it to open. Um, okay. Come on. So I'm going to walk us back over the Adam- to the adamantine door, wherever the fuck that was. There it is. And I'm going to instruct him to hold the staff, like, the end of the staff against it and see if he can just, like, say, open. Open up, door! Nothing happens. Please? Nothing happens when you say please either. I just kind of like dut 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 on it a couple times. 
What is uh? It, it does it match the uh? It matches the picture, right? It has like a a golden circle at the end of it. Correct. There is one. One end is golden and one end is silver. Oh, okay. So it's almost like a baton, almost. <laughs> okay. And I'm currently facing, prob probably with how pretty it is, the gold side. I just look over. Ah, I don't. I don't. I don't know if that's gonna work. Fine. DM. Mm -hmm. Is this a map fuck up? Why can I see through this pillar? Like every other pillow pillar. Has, oh, this one. This one here. Yeah, it has an FOV yeah, that's a shadow. Okay, so I'll just assume that's <laughs> all right. Because every other pillar has an FOV shadow, and that one doesn't. Yeah, we don't know if that's a hint or something. <laughs> There you go, I fixed. Okay. There's another fucking... Yeah, if you see a pillar on the ground that you can see through, you, could, you, you can't see through it. <laughs> Just for... Uh, I'm still over near that door. I, I realize now that the scepter essentially has, like, no wrong side to hold it. Um... Mm -hmm. So just for shits and giggles, Barnaby like flips it over to have the. I'm sorry, what was it again? Like silver, silver and gold, silver and gold. So I take the staff, gold and silver end. So I have I have the silver and I I like do the same thing like door open please, and I like hold it up against the door. Do you tap it to the door? I tap it to the door. It makes a different sound when you tap the silver end to it because it resonates a little bit differently when silver gets hit compared to gold it resonates a little bit differently but that's all nothing happens besides that ah biscuits during my search of the room I found another face because we only identified the one on the left hand side and now I've seen one on the right hand side I didn't see that before excuse the meta I'm trying to expedite no please feel free I am getting pissed at this room Does this uh, face? This face appears to be the same as the one in the very beginning. However, it is bluish green color. How is that compared to the one on the left hand side of the room? Uh, the one on the left hand side was green. This was one is bluish green. green. And is it still 20 feet up? Mm -hmm. Can I throw a javelin into it? You absolutely can. Roll me an attack. What modifier should I use? My uh, javelin just a modifier? Attack roll. Whatever your attack roll would for a javelin would normally be. 30 30? Yeah, you're fine. Uh, your javelin passes cleanly through it and Which disappears. Is a 30? At as it goes uh <laughs> as it goes into the mouth it just seems like it continues on do i hear a clang on the other side of the room nope and this bitch is 20 feet up yep that, that bitch empty yeet <laughs> yeet my javelin in all right Super meta, running back to the throne, grabbing the mummy, coming back to this, and I'm going to yeet the mummy into the fucking face. 
strength check. <laughs> <laughs> Can I like help him throw it? Like, I take With an advantage? arm. <laughs> just an arm and a leg, each one of us. Just is this flat strength or athletics? Athletics with advantage. All right, uh, twenty-four. <laughs> Come on, Dan. Describe what happens. Grabbing both <laughs> arms and legs of a dwarven wrapped raisin, you launch absolutely fucking send this dead man's body up and into the devil's mouth completely clean no rim just net straight through not even a poof about six seconds later from when you released it so about probably three seconds from when it goes in the mouth you hear a le- an echoing thud coming from your west. I'm going to walk west until I find the source of said thud. Have I found the source of said thud? You do not see the body here. But it came from my west and I've reached the wall. You heard it from the west, yes. Yeah, I heard it from the west. Is it in the room? It is not in this room. Is it? Where the fuck is it? I'll search the entire fucking room until I find the body. (laughs) Is it in the As you walk into this room, Balthus, you see a dwarven raisin. In the fountain room. Correct. Can I even come close to discerning how it got in here there is not a singular hole there is no other portal it is just in the middle of this room and I look up no holes do I see my javelin there is your javelin sitting underneath it yes I'm gonna collect that javelin if it's not shattered the tip looks a little bent but that's just about it Whatever, I'll use it as a fucking beating stick. I don't care. You could, you, you figure you could straighten it. All right. Can I like the the fountain? Is a fountain or is it like a crack in the wall with a small waterfall? It is a fountain that bleeds into a basin, okay. and then the basin has some holes in it, and the right, water so... draining out of the basin goes into drains in the ground as to make sure that the water never floods this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can I break the fountain? <laughs> sure. Alright. I'll blunt my greatsword if I have to. I'm a swing at this bitch. Okay. Takes you a few minutes and you've broken the fountain. Cool. And now you are left with a pile of fountain pieces. And water flowing out of a, a hole in the wall, straight into the drains on the ground, just kind of trickling down the, the side of the wall. And there's no discernible way that that fucking mummy or my javelin made it into this room. If you had, roll me an intelligence check. Okay. Intelligence or wisdom, go. Uh, they're the same modifier, 15. 
you figure that the devil's mouth teleported it here. Yeah, okay. With the way that that this entire tomb has been laid out to you and the last you don't know how long you spent in this in this tomb. This was you can picture how this might be a trap. Going through the devil's mouth, not initially yeah. coming in that you're coming in the room with the swords. If you happen to come through here alone, you could very easily see how those swords might overcome you and fill that or fill the hallway leading into this room. Right. Um, I'm going to go to the other devil's face on the uh, west side of the room. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to yeet a javelin into that one and see what happens. Okay. As you throw your javelin through the mouth, it disappears cleanly. Do I hear anything? You do not. Okay. Venturing Repeat. back, venturing back to the other room, you do not find it or find the javelin there when you go to retrieve the body. Okay, I'm gonna take the body and heat that again. Okay. Louder thud. Maybe I'll hear it. All right, I'll I'll go. I'll see him dragging the body, and I'll go with him to help him do it. I'm gonna make you roll for this because I don't really want to describe splatting a body against the wall as you guys <laughs> hurl the body through the mouth. You don't hear a thud at all. Okay. How the hell do we get up to that one? If the first one teleported, I assume this one will too. How the fuck do we even get up there? How tall are you? Like six, three, six, four. I'm not incredibly tall. And how heavy are you? <laughs> uh, probably pushing 250, 275, somewhere in that range. I don't think Ellie could hold you with her straight up like that. Okay, Balthus is getting more pissed. Can I go over, like, down to the throne and try to kick it over? Because fuck a Sarak. You can try to. Um, as you make your way to the throne and begin trying to kick it, try as you might, the throne does not seem to budge. At this point, will Ed have had enough time with the gem to identify the spell within? Ed, you discover that this is one of the most powerful spells in existence. You believe that this gem contains the wish spell. And I confirm that. Do I know for certain that is the wish spell? The options before this were wish and another thing, and you've eliminated the other option. Okay. Fuck. Well... Okay. I have figured out what spell this gem is on, has. And what would that be? It is the spell of wish. Look at the bright side, we could wish ourselves out of here. Potentially. Yep. Fuck you, Sandy. You're saying fuck you, Sandy. 
because I know how detrimental wish can be when it backfires. What? Never. No way. Totally not a monkey pot at all. All right. I'm going to walk back over to where the, uh, like, the dais of the throne is. And I just want to search, like, the entire area that the throne's sitting on, all the stairs and everything, for anything off, like a keyhole, something I could click in and something to pop out, something. The only... Um... Go ahead. I got a question. Uh-huh. I'm going to assume it, um, hypothetically, how long have we been down here? In the dungeon? Yeah. Like, how many days? It probably hasn't been a full day since you entered yet. Okay, never mind. That I can't use that then. I was, I'm just asking, because I was looking at my divine intervention, but I've already used that, so I can't use it again. Ellie, from where, from everywhere you're walking around this, this dais and this throne, there's nothing, there is not an inch you have not scoured at this point. And you don't find any creases, any pinholes, any, anything like that. Okay. I guess I'm going to continue to do the same thing all around the walls of the room. <laughs> While other you... people are doing other things. Okay. <laughs> you find nothing doing okay. that. Oh, which of us wants to climb into the devil's face? Which one? Uh, Ellie's going to put her finger on her trunk. The one that doesn't teleport you into the death room. I can probably pick you up and maybe toss you up to its edge and you can pull yourself in. Alright, well if it gets us out of here, or to do something, then I guess I'll volunteer. I don't like Sandy's face right now. Right? Um, just the... Uh... Say that goes horribly wrong. Shouldn't somebody else hold on to the gem until that point? Do you, you know. want do you want the gem with the ridiculous spell in it? Or Ed, do you want to try casting the spell? Well, I don't want to go up there, but it beats staying in this room and going crazy until we all die and eat each other. Do you guys hungry. have any better idea? Uh, bro, you your your flesh would taste the best. I know it. I'm sure you taste pretty good too. But I'm not oh. eating you. I don't know. I got I got some weird suspicion that has something to do with this amazing headpiece and this 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 weird ball pole thing. Well, I don't know what else to do. Maybe throw the scepter into the devil's face. Try that. <laughs> oh, the DM's face. Yeah, the DM. <laughs> it's like, oh, I don't do that. <laughs> no, you could do it if you want to. 
That actually could be the solution. Who knows? On a hold. You knows. Hey, oh, what me? Was in this, yeah. No. What was in this room next to the devil's face we're currently investigating? Uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. Literally nothing. Empty room. Right. That that's not ominous or anything. I guess I'll hey, go search you, that entire room too. <laughs> you you remember uh when we used to play that. those like I matching so. games? And they said I couldn't really remember things, so they started maybe doing like little matching things. Um, yes. Okay, so 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 work with me on this because I I need your help with it. But on we found the 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 the, the hat and the stick on the throne. Um, but I'm only seeing that thing over there, and I point to like the the what would you call it An inlay? Mm -hmm. And there's only the crown on that, but no. Matching ball stick thing. Alright, everybody spread out. Check the columns. Find an inlay for the f fucking scepter. And I, oh. I begin to, like, look at the at the inlay, and just out of a random fuck it hunch, I just take the scepter, and I, like, place it down. And I, I try to remember how the the scepter was, like, aimed when I did it, but I don't really would have retained that information, so I just, like, place it on the ground next to uh, the little inlay. Next to the throne? Or on the yeah. throne? Uh, next to the throne, that little piece on the ground. Okay. Sounds good. Uh-oh. And you guys are now spreading out around the column hall to... Yep. Yeah. Okay. After minutes of searching, you guys find just painted columns. Row after row, column after column of painted columns. Would I be able to pull out one of the painted colors of the columns to make it match with the other colors of the columns? Where are you standing? I don't know, next to a column. Yeah, where? <laughs> uh, I guess we'll do one, like, right in the center of the room. Hmm. Support choice. Okay. Yeah. Good choice. Ellie, as you touch the column, you start levitating. And you levitate about... 30 feet off the ground to the ceiling. And you can feel a slight breeze from where you're sitting that seems to be pushing you towards the northwest. What would you like to do here? Do we notice him or, or levitate? You probably could see it from where you're standing, I think. Okay. I don't know. If you can see Ellie, you could see Ellie start floating. Uh, I currently cannot, so I don't see Ellie Levin. Anybody that can see Ellie at this moment can see her lifting off the ground. I guess I'm gonna try, like, as I'm... Is it... It's pulling me, right? Like... Yeah, you feel like a breeze pushing you that way. I guess I'm gonna try and, like, hit another column along the way. And, like, try to grab onto it, or... 
Well, kind of do the same thing I did with the other column, but if that doesn't work, like grab onto it. Okay. Um, make me a strength or athletics okay. to try to resist the the pull. Twelve. Uh, your hands slip free of the pillar and you move another ten feet closer. So go ahead and move yourself ten feet northwest. There. Okay. We're not going to use initiative for this purely because it'll take forever, but everyone can take a turn and then we're just going to keep going. When I touch the pillar next to me, do I start levitating? Yeah, if, if you're touching the pillar, you start levitating. Okay, can I firmly grasp this pillar? Sure. Because I can see Ellie, and if she gets any closer, I'm going to try to catch her. Okay. Uh, at this point, I do see Ellie, so I just start sh shouting to no one and everyone in particular. Ah! Floating! Pachyderm! Over there! That's a big word for Barnaby. Sometimes he knows words. He knows <laughs> many, many words. Now, are all the pillars like that, or is it just particular ones? I guess that'd be something that you'd have to figure out. So I guess I will touch the pillar that's right here then, and see if something happens. Uh, you begin floating. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to hold on to it so I don't float too, too far. <laughs> Make me an athletics check. You feel a breeze that's pulling you towards the northeast. I got a 15. You are able to barely hold on to the pillar. And Ellie, go ahead and make me a strength or an athletics check. Or alternatively, since you see Barnaby, or not Barnaby, Balthus floating ahead of you, you can choose to fail it and continue to float on to him if that's what you want to do. I'll float towards him. Okay. See if I can find him. And Balthus, you're probably going to stay? Yeah, I'm holding position, waiting to catch Ellie. Barnaby? I can't. I'm directly north There he is. Um, how high up is Ed? Um, approaching the ceiling, so like 25 feet at the moment. Hey, do you uh, do you do you uh, in, in, intended on doing that, or is that just something that happened? I literally just touched it and then started floating. I don't like the sound of that. I right, hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna try something. If you could give me the liberty, I'd like to run over, um, and using like the scepter for like reach, I'd like to like crouch down and like jump up. See if I can't get Ed to like grab onto them. Um, what is Barnaby's vertical leap? We're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Try. Are you communicating this to Ed at all, or are you just like swiping at her feet with a staff? I as as I'm running over, I'm like holding up the 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 scepter. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna try. Jumping us up to you, you want to try to like grab it with your feet or your hands or 
Uh, your mouth or whatever. Please deep throat my staff so I can save you. <laughs> Please put my magic rod in your mouth. I want to get you down. <laughs> can you make it there with your movement? Uh, well, that's why I was saying if you want, because I was like right here, pretty far away. Fuck it. We're just going to keep moving forward. Yeah, you can try. Okay, uh, making that cool. Make an athletics acrobatics check. Okay. Uh, your DC is going to be... 15. Okay, I'll be acrobatics. What Barnaby is good at. Oh, uh, and with that, it's only a 10. Okay. You can't quite reach her. Okay. Your magic rod just isn't long enough. <laughs> it was all in the technique. I just kind of screwed it up. All right, we'll deal with West Side. Ellie, go. Okie dokie. I guess I'll move over to where he is. Okay. Athletics, acrobatics, Balthus as well. Because I'm assuming you said you were trying to catch her. Yeah, I'm going to try to catch her. Okay. 21. Athletics, if that makes a difference. Well, in total, it's a 7. But that makes it a natural 1. Fuck. Oh, no. You can't quite hold on to Balthus. Not quite. We're going to do something funky, though. Barnaby okay. and Ed. Yeah. Ed, you're still holding on to the pillar, but you're sliding upwards towards the ceiling. Shit! Barnaby, it's going to be a little bit harder because she's a little higher up now. Okay. Yeah. I'll and I try to climb back down um or... it'll be an athletics check and if you fail you'll lose your grip but yeah you know that your grip on this is very sketchy at best and trying to walk yourself down is not going to be the easiest thing because of the smooth texture of the pillars uh i got a 23 you are able to walk yourself down 10 feet barnaby the checks checks easier than it would have been okay Oh, Anyone sorry, have acrobatics. spider climb? <laughs> um, that would be with acrobatics a nineteen. Um, you are able to get the the rod just up enough where Ed could grab it. And does Ed grab the rod as, or as he's climbing down? Yes. All right, so now you have an Ed balloon. <laughs> I'm just imagining the frog balloon from Shrek. Are you <laughs> pulling her away from, or pulling him away from the pillar? Yeah, yeah, I'd be pulling Ed down with one hand while taking my other one and trying to like grab on to like a wad of clothing to like anchor. Okay. All right, I'm gonna move you one tile away. You are still under the effect of the levitate spell. 
for now. Um, here's how we're going to do this. Uh, Ellie, you are pulled to the west. One tile. And Balthus, I'm going to grant you the ability to effectively make a reaction attack of opportunity to grab her. Okay. As she moves. So I'm going to burn my reaction and try to catch her again? Correct. All right, what and do it's, I roll? It's going, to, it's going to be either athletics to catch and grab quickly or acrobatics, which is probably going to be athletics. Yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. It's not going to be easy, but you can do it. <coughs> 26. Ellie, he got you. He got your tail, but he got you. <laughs> you are being held in the air by your tail and pulled back to the square that you currently occupy. Um, you can make a strength check with advantage to grab the pillar now because you're anchored to it, but if you wanted to get your own grip on it, you can. Uh, strength straight up or athletics? Athletics. Okay. Thank you. Strength athletics, yeah. 18. Uh, you were able to get a good grip on the pillar. Thank you, Balthus. Of course. Kinda. I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing. It feels like we're being sucked towards that mouth, which could be a good thing, but it could also be a bad thing. Yes, it could be the way out. It could be death. I don't fucking know anymore. That's what I'm saying. Right. Um, give me two seconds to look up a quick spell, or to look up the levitate spell. Well, we're all gonna fall 30 feet to our deaths, aren't we? Not quite. Close. Okay, so here's a situation we find ourselves in. Completely meta. Ed is no longer in contact with the pillar, which means it's going to take 10 minutes for the levitate spell to wear off on Ed. You guys are still in contact with the pillar, which means that you are indefinitely under the effect of the levitate spell until you release contact with the pillar, and then it's 10 more minutes. Okay. So, we can fast forward 30 minutes, where Ed hits the ground, and then Barnaby goes over and helps you down one by one, if we'd like to do that. Or, alternatively... I can let you guys RP it out for the next 30 minutes. No, let's do the fast thing. <laughs> or if you really wanted to, you could go through the devil mouth. But based on the conversation that you two, or that uh, uh, Ellie and Balthus just had, I didn't consider that a possibility. So if that's the option you'd like to take, please feel free. Do not feel gated. Um, but just in the interest of moving things forward through this trap or potentially an out, uh, no, but there is one thing I would like to mildly RP. I would like to ask Barnaby if, like, wait the 30 minutes until, <clears throat> wait the 30 minutes until Ed is grounded. 10 minutes, yeah. 10 minutes until uh, Ed is grounded. Have them tie ropes to each other and then have Barnaby levitate and see if he can see anything else with his ridiculous vision from up. <laughs> 
because Barnaby can see the entire room, but I wonder if it looks different from the ceiling than it does from the floor. Mm, potentially. Okay. But they would have to tie themselves to each other. Like, I don't care if we have to wait the half hour for all of us to be on the ground for this. Like, I don't care if we have to make a three-man anchor. But however you guys want to meta that, I want Barnaby on the ceiling anchored to us on the ground so that he okay. can look around. Okay. Um. So we'll say... Yeah, I'll let you take over RP then for that, if you'd like to roleplay that, or we can meta, meta the roleplay of it. Uh, I, I was also going to ask, would it be quicker instead of 30 minutes for us to, like, tie a rope around the pillar and then around us and leave contact with the pillar so we're tied to the pillar but we're not in contact with it anymore could do that as long as the gust doesn't pull you in but yeah you could absolutely do that I say it's we 10 just... minutes from when you break contact with a pillar that you will be levitating <clears throat> and the breeze is pulling you to the corners my vote is to stick with what I just meted. Yeah. And fast yeah. forward to when Barnaby's floating. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so successfully through the through the efforts of teamwork, metagaming, and time travel, everyone is back now on the floor. <laughs> and Barnaby, you have been a huge help in re-anchoring everyone to the floor, and you feel very proud of yourself for it. Hooray! <laughs> the king of the room. The proudest man. <laughs> <laughs> so you're now back all on the floor at this moment so I've got you know I have hemp and rope I'm sure others have hemp and rope as well I'd like to tie it around Barnaby's waist really fucking tight and have him touch a pillar okay if you'd all like to gather around for that you may alright where is yeah. everybody right now yeah, let's, let's do it kind of over here Already maybe you all Nailed it. Um, all right. I guess I'll also help hold on to the rope. Oh, I figured all three of us could. Yeah. Yeah. Or an arm. Tie him with a... tie him with three ropes and like twist them all together, and then we'll all hold on to the same all three ropes. Sailor's not. He's not coming out. <clears throat> Your pants are never falling down again. Because we we'll, have to we'll, dodge we'll, dumpies. We'll have to worry about the consequences of that later, I guess. Alright, and Barnaby, you're like... walking down the hall. Yeah. <laughs> Barnaby, you'd like to touch a pillar now? I sure would! Alright. Barnaby, you reach your hand out, take a, a nervous... a nervous gulp, and ah! touch the pillar. The surface feels smooth. And you don't levitate. You try again because you think you might have messed something up, and you don't levitate. You touch another pillar, and you don't levitate. Uh, Can I bring them back to the same pillar I touched? As, you, or as you're making your way to the pillar that, that Ellie touched, you're touching every other pillar on the way. Because, well, at this point, you're curious. You're not levitating. You get to Ellie's pillar, not levitating. You seem almost immune to the effects of the pillar's levitation. Almost immune. 
Ask travel. Every pillar in the fucking room. <laughs> None of them work. Okay. Well, um, if we were able to hold on to the pillars, maybe if we hoist them up, he'd be able to climb up the pillars a little higher. Wait, hold on, hold on. Maybe we can... Here, brother, hold, hold the hold the stick rod circle thing. I will attempt to take the stick rod circle thing from my brother. Okay. You are now holding the stick rod circle thing. <laughs> okay, and then I just reach over and I touch a pillar now. You, you do not levitate. I think it, I think it's got to be it's got to be my my new cool hat. All right. Shit, I wish we could just get this thing off my head. Maybe we could uh Maybe we could do something with that. It's just Do you think do you think that thing is 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 magical too? What, the rod? Yeah. Probably. Don't know how. Let me take a look at it. Sure, here, take a stick. I want to take a look at the rod and see if I can feel any magic coming off magic. of it. Or... Magic? Magic. Can I roll Arcana on it? No, it's magic. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. We're past the point of rolling Arcana, it's magic. I figured. Well, it, it definitely has some type of magic. Maybe maybe it's like the gem. Maybe if I hold on to it, I can figure out what it is. Well, if that's magic and the, and, and the crown is magic, I wonder if they're related? Yeah, they, they very well could be. Magic gear. But what, I, what I'm saying is if we don't know what it does, you won't know how to use it. I don't definitely don't want to use magic. Fuck that shit. That gives me nightmares. But I'm just saying it make it makes sense that if they've got to be both magic, and I wonder if they're like hand in hand or something. Hmm. Do, do you mind if I hold on to it for a little bit to see if I can figure out what it does? Yeah. So I'm guessing I have to concentrate on it and do the detect magic as a ritual. Yeah would that's what I'm gonna do then well he's looking things up fuck this room seriously <laughs> <laughs> it's it's amazing from my point of view because you have all you, the answers well no it, I'm saying it's amazing from my point of view how close and how far and how close and how far and how close you've gotten with answers <laughs> like you guys get close and then you back away and you get close again and then you back away and you get close again and yes I do have the answers but while she is attuning to this can I walk around the room and see if I can find a pillar that matches coloration to the staff um you can and you won't okay can I investigate the backside of the throne? Pretty sure I already did that at oh, one okay. point. I was going to say, I looked everywhere on that entire thing. Well, I guess this is where it's going to end, guys. <laughs> In this room. 
<laughs> we all just starve to death. We're all just gonna die in this very room, and that, that'll be end. The end. We're all done. <laughs> Give me one more second here. Actually, this would probably be a good point for us to take a break. Yeah, when well, we do I that. try to figure out exactly what type of magic this gives. As we plead for our lives, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. All right, and we are back. Um, Ellie, after sitting and focusing on the staff for a while, you realize that it is both transmutation and conjuration magic. Uh, do I figure out how to activate it at all? You do not know exactly how to use it. Is there a way I could assist with it? Um, you're lacking components to use it efficiently. Okay, never mind then. So, like, this is part, like, you you know that this channels something, but it needs something else to work. Would I have any idea what that would be? Um, you don't know exactly what it could be. I, I have figured out that it does either conjuration or transmutation magic, but I don't have all the parts for it. And I don't know what I need. Oh, gobbledygook to me. Haha, <laughs> it's a funny word. Um, can I, um, I guess I'm going to start looking around the room and feeling for like any type of magic things that might help me with this. Or anything I see that might be useful with it. What schools of magic did you say it was? Uh, conjuration. Conjuration. Yeah. Ellie, can I try something? Uh, yeah. I'm going to go up to her hand that is wielding the staff and I'm going to slice it with my sword. Causing her blood to drip onto the staff. Ellie, take one point of damage. Ow. <laughs> Any reaction from the staff? Uh, the staff now has blood on it, but no. Sorry, thought it might. God of death, you know. That's, it, it is a fair point. So yeah, I guess I'm looking around for something that I think might be useful. Start walking. I... I'm going to follow Ellie and offer her the gem. Perhaps this might be of more assistance to you than to me. Uh, oh, oh, okay. Do I think this might be the missing component? Uh, you now have a gem holding wish in it, but no. This is a gem, not a dragon scale, right? Correct. I just remember a show where you 
held the dragon scale and wished and yep I I really don't know what to do here yes I'll see if some of the ashes are helpful um none of the ashes are helpful you right. do remember that the staff was on the throne and so was the crown Ellie sit on the throne don't get any ideas though it's, it's mine yes yes I will so sit you up. believe that, that it might have something to do with the crown or the and the staff or the crown and the throne or the staff and the throne or a dead body while holding a staff something <laughs> just to push DM push <laughs> We already put the body in the throne holding the staff. But did you let the bodies hit the floor? Uh, he yunk a body? I yoked that body into a, a different portal. It has nothing to do yeah. with the body. That was just a DM <sighs> joke. I'm, I'm gonna look at the throne again. Okay. And you have... Or you see... An obsidian throne with a silver crown inlay. Matching uh, the handout. Put the silver point of the scepter up against the silver crown. Oh. Can we pause the music for a second? Yeah, uh, hold on. It took us two hours to touch silver to silver. Alright, you can restart the music. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's two sessions. Yeah. And as you touch the silver end of the scepter to the silver crown on the throne, the cr the throne itself begins to shift slightly and shake and rattle and begin sinking down into the dais. The entire section of the dais seems to drop with it slightly, revealing a small passage. Wait, no, there, there, there goes my throne! It'll be fine, let's get the fuck out of here. <clears throat> I'm, gonna lead, I'm gonna lead the charge into this fucking room. Hallway, whatever. The fuck is that? Alright, hold. Barnaby, as you enter this area, you cannot see. Not that you cannot see as you used to see in the other room, you physically cannot see. The second you crossed the threshold of that throne room, you no longer can see at all, and you are effectively blind. Oh my god, I died! Oh, let, me, let me try something. I want to touch the gold end of the scepter to the crown that's made of gold, and then try and take it off it. Okay. Wait, I can hear that. You can, so as you lift the crown from his head, 
Barnaby, you can now see again. I'm alive! Does anyone have a pouch? Put the crown in a pouch and a bag, and no one touch it. I'd imagine I have a backpack <clears throat> or a pack with all my stuff in it, so I'll just throw it in there. The walls of the area ahead of you are untarnished and gleaming copper panels set between rare woods inlaid with ivory. The ceiling is silver, formed so as to reflect and amplify light brought into this place. The chamber widens to the south before you, where a set of gently sloping steps leads upward. The six steps from nearest to farthest are made of onyx, purple marble, lapis, black marble, yellow serpentine, and malachite. Balthus, as you approach the steps, you see a woman ahead of you, laid down on her back. She appears to be dead. Okay, can I get... <sighs> right, I'm going to move to this square real quick. But let's say I'm a good six to t six to eight feet away from her. And can I inspect to see if she's genuinely dead? Mm -hmm. Roll perception or medicine. Neither of those is particularly good. So 17. Um, as you're very cautiously looking at, at her laying there, you do not see her chest move at all as if she okay. was taking breaths. Not deep, not shallow. As you've been looking at her, there is no movement in her body at all, and you can determine that she is dead. Though she looks freshly dead, like within the last couple of weeks. Would I possibly be able to identify this as one of the party members from the last group the king sent in here? You believe that that is potentially the case. Do I see any identifying marks, badges, emblems, anything? Do I see another little son? You do not see another little son. Okay. However, she does bear a patch that is resemblant of the crest of the king. I'm going to cut her head off. Cool. All right, you're just going to take 20 and cut her head? Yeah. All right, you've decapitated this woman. Okay, cool. I'll make sure she's dead dead. I mean, I get it, but damn. Look, God of Death... I'm not dealing with zombies. Don't you want to find out how she died so we can avoid not dying like she did? Do you want to inspect the dead woman? I'll, I'll, I'll like, I'll, I'll reach over, I'll pick up her head and try to, like, squish it back against her collarbone. That's not gonna <laughs> fix that. That, that, that. I'm no. not trying to fix it. I'm just bringing you all the parts. Here, go ahead. Take a look. Well, well from what I can see, I'd say the, uh, the cut to the throat was post-mortem. No. Shit. <laughs> I broke the DM. <laughs> Holy shit, that was oh, good. Alright, so I guess I'm going to go up to her and I'm going to inspect the body for any cuts, bruising, um, anything that would tell me what potentially caused her to die. Um, the 
besides the fact their head's missing. Uh, no, I squished it back into the collarbone. Oh my right God. Despite the fact that her head is missing from her body, um, you don't see anything. She's just dead. There's no blood around her. Um, just dead. <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep walking then. Keep going forward and just step over her. Um, All right. Maybe, maybe we should not go so fast. If there's no reason for her to have died, that means whatever it is is probably ahead. Do you want to sit here with the body for God knows how long, like we did in that room? Because I don't. I want to get out of here. Oh no, I, I agree. We <laughs> sh we should get out of here. I'm just saying, maybe we should just be a little more cautious. Because whatever killed her is definitely still in here somewhere. Why don't you lead the way since you have the scepter and the gem? And the crown. I will lead the way. Alright, hold up. Um, ahead of you... On the black marble step you see a cylindrical key of bronze can you both make me a wisdom saving throw 27 and ed sorry i muted myself uh 21 okay um neither of you have any effect at the very top of the stairs you see a large set of doors. So, you said we saw something on the, uh, stairs? A large cylindrical key, yes. Cylindrical key. I guess I'll just point it out to the people behind us and tell them to look out for that. Okay. And I'll start walking up the stairs keeping my eyes out for anything that might be dangerous okay yeah I'm gonna keep my eyes on the wall and the steps as we walk Balthus and Barnaby go ahead and make me a wisdom saving throw uh oh 14 wisdom saving throw fucking natural 20 for a 21 Barnaby, you have no effect. Balthus, you do not want to get anywhere remotely close to that. To the key? Correct. Like, so, there's something about that key to you that you just do not... You will not get closer to it. Guys, I'm not moving. That that key is... No. Something's wrong. Yeah, I, I can get you past it. I just get rid of it. I don't... I don't... No, I don't want to go near the key. I'm not moving until it's gone. Barnaby, it's like two steps ahead of you, and Ed and Ellie, it is like a step behind you. And you turn to look back, like, at Balthus that's talking to you, and he will. it looks like he will not take a, like, a first step onto the stairs. I'm frozen solid, hand on my sword, like, 
This key is an enemy to me. It's like I'm staring down the gullet of an ancient dragon. Is that a physical key? I'm just trying to make sure that's clarified. Yes. Um... I guess I'll take a step back and pick it up then. Okay. I like braced for something horrible to happen. Add a cylindrical key to your inventory. <clears throat> Ahead of you, at the top of the stairs, are 14 foot wide and 28 foot tall doors. They appear to be made of solid mithril. You can both tell that they're, they are impregnated with great magics. And you can, you've got a pretty good idea that they're completely spell-proof. However, where, where valves of these doors meet, there is a cup-like depression with a cylindrical hole in it. Ugh, fucking Bojangles. It was the only one that had Mage Hand. What are you talking about? Balthus has Mage Hand. And I try to sense which kind, of, what kind of magic <clears throat> is coming from the door you said. You believe that it's an anti-magic spell, like that magics will not work on this door. Okay. Somebody want to open the door? Maybe get rid of the key. Don't like the key. Always praising Bayron. Balthus, <laughs> <laughs> you are still wary of that key. Oh yeah, but with it that. being in with it being in Ed's hands, you feel like you can walk a little bit closer. Alright, I'll take one step forward, but I'm not getting anywhere near Ed in that key. Okay. Well, oh, I mean Ed, you have the key. Alright, I suppose I'll try it. You guys might want to take a step back just in case. Because we don't I'm know how this will go. <laughs> don't worry, I'm not moving. So, I will walk up to the door and slowly put the key in the lock and see what happens. As you insert the cylindrical key into the door, you take five points of lightning damage. And it spits it out back at you. Give me one moment while I look into your uh, inventories. One of you has this. I know one of you does. I believe the only person that's holding a key is Ellie. Yep. Ah, uh, yes. And John updates his physical character sheet and not his online one. Right. <laughs> okay, cool. That's what I was looking for. I'm glad that you caught on. Okay. So yes, you take five points of lightning damage and it spits the cylindrical key back out at you, Ed. And Balthus takes another step backwards as the key is shot onto the ground. Well, this key doesn't work. And I'm going to turn to Ellie and... Here, catch. And she'll toss you the other key. Oh, I was just about to ask for that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, 
I will try this key then. And warn them to t make sure they keep their distance. <laughs> you take eight points of lightning damage as it spits that key back out at you. <clears throat> okay, I'm done playing with lightning. Someone else figure this out. Maybe there's a way you can fit them together? Do you want to try? Not really. <laughs> um, can I inspect the two keys and see if there's a way that they join together or connect or anything like that? Uh, you can. After looking at the two keys you determine that there is no possible configuration that they would uh, conjoin together. Well, I don't think joining them together is the answer here. <sighs> Fuck. Can I try to inspect the keyhole a little bit um, closer to see if like, it would fit both of them? Absolutely. So upon inspecting the keyhole, um, I'm just going to read it back out to you. Um, where the valves meet about waist high is a cup-like depression, a hemis or it's hemispherically concave with a central hole. It appears to be able to fit both keys. Okay, so... So it can fit either key. But not like both together. Either key. Okay. I guess I want to look at the door itself. Mm -hmm. See if I can figure out a way we can unlock it using other things. Or oh, different keyholes. Things like that. Um, There only appears to be that one hemispherical concave or, uh, uh, opening in the door. That can accept uh, a cylindrical key or the other key. While they're doing this, can I, uh, in my fear of the cylindrical key, uh, inspect the body of the woman laying and see if there's anything on her person? Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> I rolled a three, so I ain't finding shit. Um, you're too focused by the, uh, where that cylindrical key is to really find anything in particular on her person uh in the back of your mind you're constantly looking up to see if ed's moved any closer to you oh i imagine i've searched the same pocket like five times yeah um it's not very helpful when you keep looking in the same pocket over and over and over again no the so the cylindrical key is it mm -hmm. hollow like is it like a straw almost type deal? Or is one side like blocked off? It does not say, but I would imagine a cylindrical key would be hollowed with one side blocked. Okay. Uh, can can I see the keys? I will hand you both keys. Alright, so I'm going to take... <laughs> I'm going to take the first key and, like, put it in the keyhole. Not enough to, like, push it all the way in, but just so it, like, kind of hangs there. And then I'm going to take 
the cylindrical key and put that around it and try and push them both in together. So you're inserting both keys? At the same time, yeah. You take 24 lightning damage. <sighs> Fuck, that hurt. That's what I was afraid of. Hey, who has the staff? I do. That would be Ellie. I'm sticking that bitch in. <laughs> Does the staff look like it would fit? Uh, and either end of the staff look like it would fit in. Yes. Uh, what color is the? Like, holes. Is is the what? Uh, the keyholes. What color is that area? Uh, if silver it... opened the first door. Maybe gold will open this door. Yeah, it doesn't say. The doors are made of mithril, which I've always pictured mithril being like a like a grayish blue. I kind of always imagined it being white. I, I yeah. guess I'll try and put the gold end of the staff onto it. I'm looking at the color of mithril. I want to know. It is a blue-gray. Huh. I have been lied color, to excuse me. of the rings. Excuse me, I lied. Oh no, the ore is silvery black. The color is silvery blue. <laughs> so not gray-blue. I also lied. I'm sorry, you said you were sticking the gold end in? Yep. All right. This is where the fun begins, guys. Are you excited? You take 42 points of lightning damage. Are you excited? Three rounds. Because because we just did a thing. Or I guess Ellie just did a thing that results in. Oh, fuck. How much lightning damage? 10 D12 force damage. Holy shit. That'd be wild if that was true. As you insert the gold end of the scepter into the door, they swing open silently and quickly. Ooh. Imagine okay. if you took 10d12 force damage. That would just fuck your day up. Yeah. That would hurt unless you rolled really all ones. <clears throat> I got it. Well, I never would have thought of that. Hey, thanks for the advice, Balthus. Yeah, no, no, no problem. Get rid of the round key, please. But we we may need it. Then hide it or some shit. I I will hide it or some shit. <laughs> you know, wear it as a nose ring, a trunk ring, <laughs> trunk ring. <laughs> if you would all like to move forward in this room, you may. And I will begin reading the description of what you see. <clears throat> this imposing chamber has a silver-lined ceiling, just as the foyer has, so it is brightly illuminated by reflected light. The walls are of ivory with gold inlay. The floor is polished agate. In each corner stands a statue of black iron easily nine feet tall that to the northeast stands with a sawed-toothed two-handed sword 
raised to strike, that to the northwest a huge spike end mace, to the southeast a sculpture holds a wickedly spiked morning star, and the one to the southwest... I'm sorry, give me one moment here. I, I managed to lose my place. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this word, actually. A Volg? No I idea. guess. Huh? No idea. Yeah, I don't fucking know. We're gonna we're gonna say that I'm right there. Is it a Vogue magazine? Yes, that would it, be it terrifying. Is, is wielding a Vogue magazine. <laughs> it is the most damaging weapon in all of D D. Near the center of the room is a large bronze urn filled er, uh What the fuck? That word's confusing to me too. I can't read tonight, guys. <laughs> Uh, filigreed with gold. Filigreed with in gold. Filigreed. A thin stream of smoke issues from a tiny vent in its brass stopper. On the southern wall stands a granite sarcophagus that appears to be damaged. Flanking the sarcophagus are two large iron chests. As we look around the room, you'll all hear Balthus kind of almost in a trance. <sighs> The Iron Men of Visage Grim do more than meets the viewer's eye. You've left and left and found my tomb, and now your souls will die. As he recants the last two lines from a Sarah message. On the eastern and western walls, you guys see adventurers slumped. One to the west appears to be a cloaked figure excuse me that's to the east one to the east appears to be a cloaked figure another donning very heavy armor and then on the west you see a man in lighter armor with two swords all of them look dead multiple different types of wounds of varying depths but no blood you believe that this was the fate of the adventuring party that was sent before you. Oh, tiny son. <laughs> uh, who has tiny son right now? I, me. Tiny son was just beckoned off of you onto Ellie. Oh. Never mind. I don't want you anymore. Shoot. And he goes right back to to Barnaby. Um, I like to take a step to the west and inspect the gaze of this iron statue. See what direction it's looking. This iron figure appears to be looking towards the sarcophagus or to the center of the room depending on how you look at exactly where it's at, it appears to be looking right about here. Okay. If I step forward a little bit, I can, in my field of view, see the one in the southwest. Where is its gaze? Also towards the middle of the room. And if I move... All of them appear to be looking towards the middle of the room. Okay, thank you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> I am going to head to the east and go inspect the 
uh, hooded figures and all the dead bodies to try to figure out a cause of death if I can. The hooded figure has half of its head caved in. You imagine that was probably what killed her. The woman in heavy armor, her breastplate is completely ripped to shreds. And you can very easily see her internal organs. Also a bloody mess, but with no blood. Just a mess, really. Who wants to check the sarcophagus? Anybody? I'll go with you. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with you. I don't want to do it alone. Yeah, I'm not doing it alone. Ellie, are you coming with us, or are you... I think think maybe one of us should, you know, hang back a little bit, just in case. Yeah, I'm going to keep my distance, but I'll I'll stay a little bit close. All right. Come on, brother. Let's, Let's go take a look. So we will approach the sarcophagus. As you approach a sarcophagus, you see glyphs spelling a sararak inset on top or er, inset on it in platinum and what was the brass thing in the middle of the room expelling smoke a, a brass urn a brass urn mm-hmm. is it smoking like like an incense burner or like something's trying to like you mentioned a stopper is it leaking smoke, or does this thing look like it's designed to smoke? Um, it looks like there is smoke pouring from the top. Not as if, like, at, at the rate that an incense burner would, would pour oh, smoke, okay. yes. It's not, like, fuming, but it's it's coming yeah. out at a steady pace. It, it looks like it's intentionally smoking. Correct. Hey, Barnaby. Yeah. What do you think would happen if I broke that urn? Uh, I mean, you know, we, we, we Lupidentus brothers like to go with violence, but I'm a little worried if we, if we do something rash in the room, those, uh, those big fuckers will, will come and like cave our skulls in like that person over there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Do you want to check the chests? See what happens. We gotta do something. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I guess so. I look over and there's a chest, right? That's what's to my south there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. Actually, what does it does it? What does it look like? Um, it is an iron chest. Does it look like it has like a, any sort of locking mechanism on it, or? Uh, yes, there is locking mechanisms on it, and it shows marks of prying, battering, and deep gashes into it. Oh, as it sits. Okay. Hey, bro! It looks like someone may have already been trying to trying to get into this one. All right. I would like to inspect the body of the dual-wielding, light-armored man on the side. This man seems to have several puncture wounds all about him. As if he was an elven pincushion. Hmm. <laughs> Where... Does anybody see their little son? We were told that they 
came with one as well. I I tried calling it, but all it did was steal book Barnab uh, Barnaby's. So we don't see any sources of light in this room. Besides Little Sun, no. Which is providing a lot of light. Yeah. So, in fact, let me up his range of light here for you. It's a reflective walls right now. Yeah, because it's bouncing off of every fucking which way. So, we're still, as far as I can tell, missing a party member. Because their little son would have been attached to a party member. It's not in this room. This can't be the last room. Or we just missed a body along the way. That's a good point. I mean, not to, you know, push us into something, but maybe it's in one of these chests or in the big All right. thing. On three, we open a chest. Or okay, tie. sure. One. Yeah. Two. Uh-huh. Four. Uh-huh. Three. Ah! And we both touch a chest in an attempt to open them. Yeah. Okay. Both of you touch the chests and, and attempt to open them, and they're both locked. There's three locks on each chest. I, I failed to mention that. My apologies. Oh. But there are three locks on each chest. The one that I'm looking at, does it look like it's been marred by people rage quitting? Yeah, both both chests look heavily battered, beaten, and bruised. <laughs> if they were fleshy, they would be bruised. Okay. Um, you mentioned that the granite sarcophagus is damaged. Correct. <clears throat> okay. It's nice knowing you all. I'm going to go disturb the sarcophagus. Okay. You try to open it. All right. As you peel open the top, you see inside of it a smaller inner, sh like, wooden shell. Also, you see a few bones some destroyed jewelry, which the stones seem to be pried out of, torn bits of robe, and a bro and a staff that seems to be broken and fractured. Or it seems to be fractured. Well, this isn't right. Can I pull the wood lining out of the granite sarcophagus? Mm -hmm. Do I just find a granite shell of a sarcophagus as you pull one of the panels of wood out you see a shattered skull roll down to the bottom of the granite uh, sarcophagus can I empty the sarcophagus absolutely you now have all of those things on the floor in front of you and inside is just a, a granite shell correct okay I'm going to very messily toss everything else back in because I have no interest in any of that crap. Including the staff? You said it was busted. It is fractured, yes. I'll take the fractured staff. Okay. Since you specifically mentioned it, DM. Yeah. Maybe it's important. Hang on. I don't know. And then I'm going to go check out the urn that's smoking. Okay. Hey, Balthus. Yes. I'm going to toss him, like, not the cylindrical key, but the other key. 
do you think this would open the chest? Maybe. They need three keys. I don't think one is going to do it, but I'll give what it a shot. What if you can unlock one at a time? And just take the locks off. Or maybe I, I they don't... stay unlocked. Maybe. Hold on, I'm, I'm checking out this urn thing. Okay. Ahead of you sits a large bronze urn with smoke seeping out of the top. Can I pick it up? Uh, it is far too heavy. So when you say large, you mean like as big as me? Like probably 15 feet uh, diameter, oh. yes. Oh. It's, oh it it takes up 20 urn. feet. It you takes say... up 20 feet on the map there. Right, I wasn't well. I wasn't sure if the urn was just the dark circle in the middle, and it was sitting on a no. pedestal. No, it's big. That whole thing is the it's urn. Big okay. boy. It is a big boy. The biggest of boys. All right, I'm gonna go back over there to the chest I'm standing in front of already, and mm -hmm. I'm gonna try that key in one of the locks. All right. As and you insert twelve force damage. As you insert a key, or as you insert the key. The lock does not accept, and you take one point of piercing damage and three points of poison damage as a dart comes out, or as a needle comes out and stabs you in the finger. Motherfucker! It bit me! It's not a good key. It, it bit you? It, well, it stung me like it did Ellie when we first got here. Oh, that's I I hated that feeling. I still yeah. have the little fucking hole in my finger. My finger's fucking numb. Are these uh like like almost like padlocks that sit outside of it, or are the lock mm -hmm. on the inside like attack like part of the chest? Um, one lock in the middle is going to be a part of the chest. The rest are uh padlocks on the outside oh, on the okay. bands. Or at the very least, at least two of those, you could just, like, you know, get all angry and hit them. Given the marks on the chest, I believe people have already tried that and it didn't work. Yeah, but I bet you're way stronger than them. Probably. Alright, fuck it. I'm gonna take <laughs> my sword and swing at the two padlocks on my chest. After <laughs> a few hefty swings on each lock, they both break off. See, I told you! Alright, I'm gonna walk around and I'm gonna do the same thing to Barnaby's chest. Okay. And then Again, a few swings. After breaking that, I'm gonna use the same key and see if I can use that to unlock that chest. The same key? Well, this is the only key we have. Okay. You actually took way less damage than you were supposed to from that poison. Fine, I'll adjust. No, you won't. I'll just get it right this time. Because oh. if you do it again, you will die. Oh. Oh. That would have changed my decision-making. Yeah, I'm doing half of the half of the damage it, it will be. Uh, you take one point of piercing and 17 points of poison. And that was half of poison damage. Yeah, that would have changed my decision-making. I wouldn't have done it the second time. 
Yeah, if, had you taken that much the first time? Absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. It's supposed to be 12d6, not 2d10. Oh, fun. Nope, this key definitely doesn't work, and now I can't feel my whole fucking arm. Barnaby, would you like to try the other key? I don't think Belthus would want to try that. I look over at Balthus for guidance on that. If you think you can take the sting, I just, I don't... I just want to leave. And I don't want you to die. But you've shown quite a bit of maturity, and I'll let you make the decision yourself. I mean, I'm... Uh, I won't do both, but maybe, yeah, try that other key on, on the one I'm near. I'm feeling pretty healthy, too, so I can take a little bit of a beating. I will, I will toss him the other key. And I go to grab it, and I kind of, like, fumble it where it, like, jumps up in the air, and then I have to, like, catch it. Got, got it! Okay. I will attempt to use the key on the chest I am near. All right. Uh, you'll take one point of piercing and ah! 16 points of poison. Son of a bitch! I'm okay. And we got the specification that that was a different key? Yep. Okay. Cool. Hey, Ed, what are you doing? Um, I am simply looking around the room at the walls, looking for any cracks. Anything that looks out of place, um, any false walls. I'm also inspecting the statues as well to see if there's any kind of key in a way to being out of this room. Just make sure this room isn't a complete dead end. Sorry, you were looking at the at which wall? Um, I'm simply walking around the room, looking at the walls, looking at the statues. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, roll me a perception. A 22. Uh, you do find on the northwest corner there is a keyhole in the wall. Which wall? Uh, this one? Yep, in the northwest corner there's a keyhole in the wall. Okay behind the statue or excuse me not behind the statue behind the uh, suit of armor oh okay uh... which of you has the keys bottom the B and I do which one do you need I'm not sure there's a keyhole here alright after she point after he points it out can I can we identify what which of the keys might fit in it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, as you approach, you believe that it is your key, Balthus. All right. Let me give this a shot. I'll walk up, and I will insert a key, expecting more damage. All right. Once you insert the key and then remove it, the the wall sinks into the floor, revealing it to be a 
revealing the wall to actually be a sheet of adamantine. And it opens up as it sinks. Can we get around this statue without touching it? Uh, you could try to squeeze by it, yeah. I'd like to try to squeeze by it. Okay. I will do the same and try and squeeze by it. Ellie, as you stop where you're at, you notice that there is a small keyhole in the wall. Uh, what what key does it look like it would fit? Uh, it appears to fit either key. Guys, there's another keyhole over here. And apparently like that door, it could fit either one. Well, it already fit mine. Barnaby, your turn. Okay. I walk over and take my key and uh, and go boop. As you finish the turning the key, the floor begins to tremble and then abruptly starts to rise towards the ceiling. Everybody roll initiative. Oh, shit. The most useless natural 20 you can ever have. <laughs> I got a 17. Uh, 15. 23. 8. All right. Everyone go ahead and insert your initiatives for me. Oh, I did. Yeah, there's there's two people that I didn't. I did mine. Well, now you did. Fuck you, I did it before. All right, Balthus, it is your turn. All right, the uh, floor is rising. Correct. Okay, I'm going to grab my brother and pull him. I can move up to 25 feet pulling another person. I gotta start pulling him away from the rising floor. Mm -hmm. Is that your turn? That, that'll that be my turn. I'm giving him an advanced motion, movement. Ed, it is now your turn. Oh, wait, so, so clarify, it's only raising in that one section or the whole thing? Um, The floor you were standing on is still raising. Uh, the floor that Barnaby is standing on is still raising. Uh, the floor valve is on is not. Alright, so I'm gonna follow... Um... Balthus's path and, like... move a couple feet to try to get away from the rising floor. So you want to end your turn there on the floor that's still rising? No, I want to get away from it. Um, so right, right there is where it's not rising anymore. I'm just wanting to make sure. Okay, yeah, and that's all on my turn. All right, Barnaby, it is now your turn. You are still okay. standing on floor that is rising. And then, uh, yeah, I, I visually see that the floor they are on isn't moving. Correct. Okay, so I move into Ed's spot really quick for ten. And then just to kind of glance, I will go to here. Mm -hmm. um, and the, the floor where I'm at and is the not. surrounding area, is, is any of it moving at all? No, it is not. Oh, okay, cool. And I look back at Ed and my brother and I kind of give them like a goofy thumbs up with a... And I will end my... Uh, 
turn there. All right. The rising floor in the southern part of the room re reveals a mithril vault. There is a door in the center of the device with a ring set into it. Ellie, ahead of you has rised a mithril vault. You are no longer able to see your friends, and there is just a solid wall ahead of you. You are separated from your party. Nice. Initiative here is going to drop. So that was just establishing who could react in time? Exactly. And on initiative count 10, if anyone was still on those tiles, they would be killed. Instantly. Oh. But Ellie was not on the tiles, however, was separated from the party. Oh, boy. So there is... Let me grab this right here. We're just going to borrow this one. So there is a solid wall now in front of you, Ellie, that separates you from your party. You can tell that it is made of mithril. All right. So... For the three of you, you can see that there is a door ahead of you. A door ahead of us? Mm-hmm. Where the mithril vault came up, there is now a door ahead of you. To our south? Mm-hmm. That's not ahead of us. That's behind us. Okay. Are you? Yeah. Well, we're we're facing the opposite direction, technically. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. The, from where you just came from, there is now a door. Okay. So, right here. Mm-hmm. But didn't those? If those were the tiles that were raising, wouldn't they have risen, or did they just shoot up and fall back down? They raised up, and they're still raised. But there is a tunnel there that leads oh. to a door now. Okay. So picture it like like a countertop, right? Yeah. Where it has a backsplash built in, yeah. like a countertop to buy a fucking home, like Home Depot. Backsplash yeah. built in is the wall that was there. You put the key yeah. in the wall, wall starts rising, floor comes with it. It's hollow underneath, but there's side walls to it that are mythical. It's so a now there's a entrance. Now, yeah, now there's a tunnel leading to a door that you didn't see before because it wasn't there. It was blocked uh, by a wall. But there's okay. a middle wall. I would like to inspect the door. Does <laughs> it have a keyhole? Or are we fucked? It does not have a keyhole. Do you guys want to try the door or go keep going down the hallway? What about Ellie? Well, we can't really get to her right now. Everything's fucked. And from what we found with Bojingles is if you keep moving forward, eventually you're just going to go in a big fucking circle and find each other again anyway. I mean, the, the, the walls of this are really pretty. Kind of imagine it might, it might be the way forward. Yes, because prettiness is going to keep us alive. Do you want to move this way or go the other way? I'll follow you guys. All right. May I attempt to open the doors? Mm-hmm. You pull on the doors hard, hard, and they swing open. I will send you a handout. 
Inside, you find a massive pile of treasure. You find, funny enough, you're pretty sure that that's Bojangles' equipment. Sitting right on top of the pile. Uh. You also see a small floating orb that seems to admit light. As well as several other adventurers' equipment. What you can only count or estimate to be thousands of coins. You also see neatly on a weapons rack four separate weapons, a few huge gems, one being a Perdo, one being an emerald, and one being a black opal that you estimate to be at the lowest end of it at least 10,000 gold. You also see. A skull with two gems inlaid in the eye sockets. Okay. Based on the handout, I'm also seeing a note. Is there a note there? You do see spell scrolls, yes. But no, no note. That is inaccurate. That's just. Or a, that is ac- in a, yeah inaccurate. That's a flavor bullshit. Yeah. A skull with gems inlaid in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Guys, this is creepy. And I feel like anyone who has ever died here, their shit ends up here in Serac's vault. Call me superstitious. I'm not touching anything. I, I just look at this room and I, I kind of see just a whole bunch of probably cursed things, so I'm with you there, bro. Is there a way I can sense, like, magic or any traps or anything? Uh, There is an immense amount of magic in this area. Can I tell what kind or no? Yes. (laughs) What kind is yes? (laughs) You okay. can you are overwhelmed by the feeling of magic here. Well, this is a very, very magical room. Um Couldn't tell you what it is because it's just all over the place. It's just well, everywhere. It looks like the dropped equipment from anybody who's ever died here. I can only imagine how many different things are in here. It's that skull that creeps me out. Do you want to touch it? I don't want to touch it. No, 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 no. Ed, do you want to touch the creepy skull? (laughs) No, but I am currently seeing if there's any traps of any kind. Like, you're just looking around the room to see if there's any traps as you enter? Yes. None that you can see. Alright. I'd say we keep going back down the hallway that isn't this room. Anybody want to come? There's no harm in going down there, I guess, or maybe there will be. Who knows? Who knows? 
Ed, you coming? Yes, I will follow. Alright. So we will continue down the hallway. Alright. As you guys... Let me... <laughs> let us go back to Ellie for a moment. Ellie, you have had a wall erected in front of you made of mithril. Uh, you do not see any way past it. What would you like to do here? Uh, fuck. Uh, I guess I'll just kind of peek out into the other room in here. Just like not, just like looking around the statue and see if there's anything I can see in here. Um, nothing has changed. All right. I'll walk back into the room. Please by the statue. Everything in the room is just the same, huh? Mm-hmm. Okay. Out of the room. Back down the staircase. I'm guessing there's no... I want to look around to see if there's any other, like, exit or anything around, like, this hallway or anything like that. Nothing that you can see, no. Okay. Guess I'll go back into this room and start searching all the walls and the iron statues and everything like that to see if I can see anything that could be of use to me right now. Alright. Um, we will continue with the other party to a point and we will come back to you in your search. So you guys begin making your way down the hall, and you find two doors. One right. on your right and one on your left. Uh, DM clarifying question, would this be a point of view left or an overworld map left? Overworld map. All right. So I'm going to encourage the party to go to the one on the overworld left because the Sarak's message says you've left and left and found my tomb. So I'm going to guess we want to go left. So I'm going to approach what I can only assume is this door on the left. The left. I need to clarify this because it's upside down and if he sends me through the wrong door because I picked the right one when I wasn't trying to go to the right door, I'm going to smack him. Left. Okay. So you're going to go through the left door? Yes. All right. You open the door and it reveals a small room. Okay. With another door on the other end. Okay. May I pass through that door? You may. You open the door and find a slightly larger room with a door on the end of it. Okay. May I pass through this door? <laughs> you may. And as you open this door, you are immediately greeted with the familiar sight of a pitfall. 
that you recognize to be at the at the crossroads where you saw the siren. Ah. I'm going to turn back now. Because I don't like that. <laughs> I'm going to go all the way back, retrace my steps, and then go to the other door and open it and see what all happens. Right. You are met with a small room with a door on the opposite end. I guess I will keep my eyes open for traps and walk to that door and open it. And you are met with a slightly larger room with a door on the opposite end of it. I'm still going to keep looking for traps and keeping my eyes open for anything out of the ordinary as I head to that door and open it. And you open that door and you find yourself in a hall that appears to be close to the same room you met the siren in with no pitfall in front of it. And the door that had the pitfall is to your map perspective left. Ah, okay. Um, well, look at that. One wrong turn led us here. I guess it wasn't a left and a left. Unless your lefts are a little messed up there, Balthus. Let me go check something. I'm going to backtrack into the first set of halls that we walked into. Mm -hmm. Can I inspect the walls in this room? Mm -hmm. You find them to be the same smooth walls that you've seen time and time again in this in this tomb. I touch them, make sure they're stone. There is nothing to find. And how about in the next room? Same thing. Nothing to find. Hey, uh, I was just thinking the, the, the room with all the presumably cursed things in it. What, uh, what was the object we were supposed to come get? I don't know. We were told we would know it when we saw it. Ed, come back here. Well, we've seen a lot of objects that we don't know. All right, I will backtrack and to uh, where you guys are. DM, the, the glowing object in that room, that was similar to our orb, right? Yeah, Correct. I was going to say, my fatigue-fogged mind is forgetting if you mentioned that. Yes, <sighs> I did mention that there was a small glowing orb that appeared to emit 20 feet, er, 20 feet of bright and 20 feet of dim, similar to yours. Right. I don't know if I mentioned the similar to yours, but... Let's, uh, let's go see what we can get from that bullshit. <laughs> Step into the vault. We all die. No, that's soon. I mean, we, we, those, uh, those papers, what did you say those were? Girls. Girls. All right. So you guys step into the, into the vault. Yeah. Okay. You are surrounded by magic items and gold and gems and spell scrolls and a bejeweled skull. 
None of that shit do I want. May I go to the other little sun? Mm-hmm. Can I try to pick it up or some shit? Mm-hmm. You can definitely try to capture it in your hands. Do I? I don't Do you? Hmm. So try to capture it. <laughs> Alright, so you place your hands around it, and it, it feels warm to you. And Hello. it attaches itself to you. Hello, other little son. King, I hope you're watching. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm starting to think the king sent us on a suicide mission. Yeah. Fuck you and the nut you swam out of. Can I approach the bejeweled skull? You absolutely can. May I pick it up? <laughs> yes, you may. Do I die? Hmm. Um, Potentially soon. Everybody roll initiative. I can't see. Oh, two, two single digit initiative rolls on an advantage. Yep, me too. It, it's great when it fucking works, but when it doesn't, it, it feels extra bad. I know, right? Advantage is fun, but it doesn't matter if you roll like dog shit. Damn, Ed, look at you go. That's All right. Here we go. Cue battle music for final oh. boss fight. Ooh. As you touch the skull, you can feel power course through it. You hear in all of your minds, actually, including you, Ellie, even though you're not in this fight, <laughs> you hear in your mind as well. I knew you'd come for me, and now you'll be mine. All right, so here we fucking go, guys. The fight against a Sarak. We might go long. I was expecting a much larger room for this fight. Oh, wouldn't you like it? Power mm. word kill. <laughs> Ellie, if you run really fast... You might be able to make a backwards loop to find us. We open the doors for you. If he yells, Zach, is there any way I could hear it? <laughs> you heard a Sarak, so you know something's going down. So, I have a question when it comes to legendary actions. Are you able to take three legend like in, in the case that you can take three legendary actions? That's like period for that for like twenty four hour span, right? No, legendary um, actions refresh at the beginning of each of your turns. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. But I guess but it they, depends on what edition this is based off of. And they can only... Yeah, and in 5e, they can only be used at the end of another player's turn. Yeah. Mm. Yep, but they, they refresh, and then legendary resistances are only... Mm -hmm. Usually three. paired up as, like, three a day. Yeah, like three per long rest or some shit. Yeah. Why wouldn't the god of death have legendary everything? <laughs> I 
Alright, now I gotta figure something out here. Gonna roll with the battle music. This is, this is interesting. I guess this is really fucking interesting. I'll up Ethan, he's supposed to run it. Yeah. <laughs> Call him up and give give him Bo Jingle's character sheet. Bo was the BBEG after all. Alright. So let's do this the fun way. I don't know how the fuck this is gonna work actually. Let me, I have to look up one other thing here. While he's doing that, could someone tell me what a Sarayak is? Sarayak is the most powerful demi-lich to existed in the prime material plane, I believe. And it's a necromancy god? Not a god, but a demi-lich. Basically, he's a pseudo-god of death. Yep. So he's dead. Good thing the two powerful magic items we found along the way are on Ellie right now. <laughs> he is a lich, so technically a he would qualify as undead. Okay, I'm just trying to look over my spells, and I'm just trying to figure out what to use, and I have one that I was going to use, but it doesn't work on the undead, that's why I was trying to figure that out. Yeah. Balthus, I'm going to need you to make a charisma saving throw. Okay. As a Sarak says, Balthus, your soul will be mine. Huh. And uses trap the soul on you. Oh. Yep. DC is 20. Yeah, I don't think I have anything oh, against oh, oh. this. Because it's no, okay. Uh, oh no. 19. I <laughs> shit you not. I have a three. I rolled a 16. I am going to use my DM inspiration die. You have one? I do. You gave me one in like the first session. All right. Whoa. And no matter what I roll, it's a 20 or higher. So ta-da, yep. I've used it and I've succeeded. All right. So you <laughs> actually feel okay. your soul start to be pulled from your body. And you... <laughs> you fight with all of your will and manage to keep yourself in place. <sighs> so stressed uh, out right now. Also, okay, so that'll end his turn and then layer action. Everybody's going to make a D or a dexterity saving throw as the floor of the tomb begins to tremble. Oh. Natural one. Hold you on. Fail. Dexterity save? Mm-hmm. Matt, you and I have advantage. Danger sense. What is that? I can't tell. I can't see that. Danger sense. Oh my god, it keeps rolling away. Don't have to be ranging... Uh, well, is this an effect that we can see happening? Um, no, the floor just starts shaking underneath you. All right, then we don't have it because yeah, we have to see like... it coming. All right, yeah. I also rolled a natural one. No fucking way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. 
This is not the time or place for that <laughs> one. We're 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 brothers to the end, I guess. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I got a dirty twenty. All right, you pass. Balthus and Barnaby, you are both knocked prone. Oh. Ow! Ed, it is now your turn. All right. Um. Let's see. I am going to cast. How close do I have to be to cast Vampiric Touch? It's a uh, within... You have to be on yeah. him. Oh, okay. Then, never mind. I will not do that one then. That leads me to... I'm going to cast a Chill Touch. Okay. On a hit... The target takes 1d8 necrotic damage, and it can't regain hit points until the start of your next turn. Okay. Until then, the hand clings to the target. If you hit an undead target, it also has disadvantage on attack rolls against you until the end of your next turn. Spells damage increases by 1d8 when you reach 5th level. Okay. You are 13, so it should increase again. So, I'll just tell you right now, it's going to have zero effect. Okay, that's what I was wondering about, actually. Damage immunity from necrotic. Okay, then I won't use that one then. Uh, Hold. Well, as you cast the spell, you realize it does literally nothing. Uh. Well... I haven't even rolled to attack with it yet, so I'm not even going to bother using it yet. Okay. I cast Sacred Flame. Sure. You have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 radiant damage. Okay. What's the DC? What's DC again? I'm sorry. Your spell save DC at the top of your spell list. Oh, it's um seventeen. Okay. Uh he fails but still takes half damage. So go ahead and roll your damage. Should be three D eight, you're level thirteen. So it's a D eight three times then? Yep, roll a d8 three times, add those numbers, and that'll be the total. So I got... Four... Four... And one. Alright, so nine, so he takes four points of damage. Okay. Alright. Balthus. Balthus is going to expend half of his movement to stand up, and as he does... He's going to go into a rage as he shouts, You finally showed your fucking face! Going into a rage. He's going to step forward next to his brother. And he's going to take two swings at Aserak. If the DM is prepared for it. And you said legendary actions are used as reactions? 
They have to be used at the end of another player's turn before the next player turn starts. Okay. Cool. So you're swinging at me? Yeah. Go for it. First strike is a 26 to hit. Okay. And the second strike is a natural 20. Okay. So the first strike will be... 20, sorry, 20 points of slashing damage and 11 points of radiant damage. 20 points of slashing. 20 points of slashing and 11 radiant. And the second strike was a natural 20. Remember you roll yeah. brutal critical. You roll two extra damage die with that. Oh shit, you're right. I need more D6s. <laughs> <laughs> okay. For... For 29 points of slashing damage. Okay. And that is where Balthus will end. Alright, so as a legendary action, a Serac will uh, use... Uh, vile curse on you, Barnaby. No! Make a wisdom saving throw for me. Oh boy. That is a six! A six? A six. Alright, you have disadvantage on attackers and saving throws. Oh um, man. You can repeat the, sa the saving throw at the end of each of your turn, ending the curse on a success. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, well, that changes things. Um, I am going to, for this one, seeing my brother go into a rage, um, and me being a little bit of a cool head, not realizing that my aim is about to get fucked up, I will spend my bonus action to, uh, activate, excuse me, my animated shield, so it starts floating in the air, so I pull out my offhand. And then I will take um, two swings with my main hand. At Aspen. Disadvantage. First attack card is a 16. Misses. And the next one is 22. Hits. Cool. Both of your weapons are magical, right? Yes. Um. Oh. Oh, you're asking me. No, um, Barnaby. What I get for not paying attention. <laughs> Reading things on my character sheet. I believe the the main hand, the the off hand, is definitely not. But I think okay. The the main hand is, and then the javelin. Okay. Um, that unfortunately is only four points of piercing damage. Okay. With my one attack. Um, oh, and I've spent half my movement to get back up. Before I forget. I and thought you were doing some sort of a sick trick on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to poke poke the bottom of the of the demi lich. Yeah. <laughs> 
try to like rattle up in the skull. Um, <laughs> that will uh, be my turn. Oh, so you said at the end of my turn I can try to succeed on that? Correct. Our... Braid, that is just a 10. That will not pass. Okay, I'm going to put this on myself just to remember I still have that. And that'll be my turn. All right. Back to the top of the order. Acerarak is going to... He's going to try again to trap your soul, Balthus. Okay. You won't succeed this time, Balthus. Oh, he knows your name. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Uh, charisma. Charisma. Okay. Um, that is a seventeen. I am going to use my fanatical focus feature, allowing me to re-roll, but I need to use the new roll. Okay. Oh boy. Ugh. Eight. Oh no. Even worse. Ed and Barnaby. You watch as Barnaby is your brother and Ed is your adventuring companion. His body filled with rage, pure anger, ready to strike down this demi-lich, just drops into a husk of a man. And you see... Acerax's left eye glisten a little bit brighter. Balthus, you are now trapped inside of Acerax's eye. Your soul is trapped. Am I considered incapacitated? For all intents and purposes, yes. Then I lose my rage. For all intents and purposes, you could be considered dead, but not quite dead because your body's still fine and your soul's just trapped yeah see yeah, there's there's a weird gray area for that yeah. so because I have certain features that like prevent you... me from dying yeah, yeah but there's... you technically didn't get dropped to zero well so there's a I have a feature that prevents me from going unconscious if I don't die outright mm-hmm. but my soul is trapped that's that's why I'm trying to find the the mechanics here. Because uh, if my soul is trapped, but I didn't outright die, then what if my body just keeps going? Without a soul. Because <laughs> I, I have relentless rage, amongst other things that keep me moving. I'm pretty sure your body just drops to a husk. Okay. Um, yeah. Layer action does go off, and both Barnaby and Ed, you feel like your wounds that you've inflicted over the course of this tomb, they feel like there's almost a searing pain within them. Like an itch you just can't scratch in every single cut. And you genuinely believe that they can't heal right now. They won't heal properly. 
And what that means meta is that you can't regain hit points. Alright, that is it is now your turn. So here's my question. Um since Balthus is essentially soulless, can I use animate dead on him technically, or is he not technically dead? <laughs> God, you're gonna puppet my body? <laughs> Let me look into animate dead real quick. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he hasn't even been dead for a for a minute. I haven't even been dead five seconds. This spell creates an undead servant. Choose a pile of bones or corpse of a medium or small humanoid within range. Your spell imbues the target with foul mimicry of life. <laughs> 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 you could literally turn him into a fucking zombie. Yeah, you could. And you it can. it depends on whether or I'm not you, you would husk. call him dead. Like, if he, I'm if, a soulless if, husk. <laughs> if the soulless husk is considered a corpse, it follows the uh, guidelines. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, I guess you could. I mean, it would be a chance for him to still technically fight. <laughs> I mean, you would command him through your bonus action, but yes. Alright, yeah, let me... I'm gonna DM you the stats for a zombie. I love it. Not two seconds have passed, and I'm... Yep, not, you're you being know, used. And I'm being used. <laughs> That link will take you to the the stats of a zombie. Alright, um let me see here. Oh, that's weird. Okay. It's fuck me, I guess. Yeah, like you don't get any any rest when you're dead. Oh ain't, ain't no rest for the husks. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ, man. Not even six seconds have passed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was hoping to save him before he lost his soul, but you kind of took that idea away, so this is my backup idea. I almost want to say, since it's like a, a, a PC, I, I kind of want to give, give Robin <laughs> the stats and be like, these are your stats, bud. Do it. Give me the stats, and when she commands me to do something, I'll roll for it. Okay. I yeah. feel like that would make more sense for him to have the stats. Yeah, there me. you go. There's your stats now, bud. Word. <laughs> now uh, you get... act on her turn with her bonus action if she tells you to. I get to be a zombie. Holy I'm... fuck, those stats are shit. I'm gonna give you your sword. <laughs> okay. But you have nothing else. Like, well... And your AC. Like, your sword and your AC stay the same, because it's your weapon and your armament. But... No, my AC should be that of the zombie, because my AC is based on unarmored defense. It's all... Okay, then yeah, you're, you're fucked. Yeah, enjoy have, enjoy your no AC. Today. Negative AC, effectively. Yeah. Alright, oh, so you man. cast Animate Dead. That's a, that's a one-minute cast time. 
You're going to be sitting there for 10 rounds casting that, by the oh, way. Oh, shit, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, at least it works A for one, so. Yeah, so you'll be sitting there for 10 rounds casting that. Doing absolutely <laughs> nothing else. So if that's what we want to do, you absolutely can. But, yikes. Uh... I don't know if I want to. Uh, you know, I'll wait on that one then. I was just curious. Yes, that'll work in future. Yeah. In yeah. combat, maybe not the best idea. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think it works in combat. So, no, I'm not going to do that then. I was just a curious thing. That's all. Oh. Can I cast Toll the Dead? Sure. You gotta make a. You have to succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d8 necrotic damage. Okay. And if you're missing any hit points, it instead takes 1d12 necrotic damage. And what's your spell save DC? 17. All right, he fails. Okay, so then I roll. That's a 1d8, right? Uh, with your level, it should be 3d8. And it should uh, be 12, because I've already dealt damage to him. Oh, yeah, so it'd be 3d12. Um, okay, so a d12 three times then? Mm -hmm. Sure, go for it. I got ten. <laughs> One. And four. Alright. So you cast Toll the Dead and you see it go off. And it deals no damage. Yeah. As he's resistant to necrotic. Oh shit, I forgot about that. Robin, you are a husk. Barnaby, it is your turn. <laughs> Sorry, I had to point it back out again, Robin. <laughs> Hey, at least I'm not an animated husk. <laughs> not yet. Um, if Ed survives, you will become an animated husk. Yeah, and I don't want to know what he, she's going to do with my body. Keep it forever as a pet. And so that curse that's on me, it's just for attack, right? Or is... Um, also... You can repeat the saving throw at the end of it, each of your turns. No, does it affect saving throws, or it's just attack rolls? Uh, attack rolls and saving throws. Okay, both. cool. Just double checking. Anything else comes my way. Um, it will. Um, seeing that happen, and then this uncontrolled shouting that probably echoes through the entire chamber, this keening sound of my... Uh, screaming, which I will spare you all, but you imagine what Barnaby sounds like when he's screaming at the top of his lungs. Uh, he will uh, do a uh, reckless attack Sasserac. Um Should balance me out just straight roll. And uh, one of them will be the off. Yeah. That's kind of poopy. Well, I'm add some, some mathematics. Um, 
I am a 16 and a 7. Neither one will hit. Okay. Off and that's hand, your turn? Offhand was a natural one, so yeah. Oof. <laughs> um. <laughs> like that. Uh, yes, sorry. All right. So, a Sarak. We'll move to here. Fuck your yeah. corpse. Get you out of the way. Yeah, basically, I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move your corpse here. <laughs> just so it's just... on my throat. Eh, well, you know, hovering over your throat. <laughs> Uh, and say, so we like to play with death magic. I can do that. And both of you will make constitution saving throws. Okay. So Ellie, how's it feel to be the only person that survived? <laughs> I haven't survived yet. Not yet. Advantage for me. I got a 23. Oh. Uh, okay. At the end of my turn, I never rolled to you. Okay. That got taken out. Do you mind if I now? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Um, advantage. Uh, that is an 8. No. So I advantage. What is that again? It's a con uh, constitution. Uh, Say again, your mic's cutting out. Who that? You. Thirteen. Thirteen? One does, and a three. Does not go off. Or does not uh pass. Alright, so you will take twenty points of necrotic damage. Oh. Um, and I am Oh wait, I'm not really not I went right reckless. Okay, so sorry, twenty? Correct. My apology. I had a Alright. Sarak also heals for twenty. And no uh layer action this turn. Ed it is now your turn. Alright. Um I I'm going to cast Guiding Bolt. Okay. There's something different. Um... Funny rules here. The squares represent 10 feet each. That is a ranged spell attack. Does she still have to roll with disadvantage? Nope. Okay. The d20, right? Between your spell attack modifier. The spell attack bonus, right? Yes. So I got a dirty 20. Uh, that will hit. Okay, and then I have to roll. So then you take 4d6 radiant damage. 
I rolled a d6 four times, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of damage for a first level spell. I feel like Nyx really should have had that spell. So I got three plus three plus six plus two, so that's 14. Okay. It says the next attack roll made against this target before the end of your next turn has advantage. Thanks to the mystical dim light glittering on the target until then. That'll be at the end of my turn. All right. So as a legendary action, uh, Sarah is going to use energy drain. So both of you guys make a constitution saving throw. Natural one! Um, I got a 17. Alright. I'm coming, brother! Barnaby, your maximum HP is reduced by 13. Does it affect my current point as well? Do I take Um, I don't believe so. And it is now your turn, Barnaby, as Balthus is still a husk. Okay, now would be a, a great time for me to rage. And I will keep swinging at that big old skelly boy. Just. I will reckless attack so it balances out my swings. You already have advantage from Guiding Bolt, so Reckless would give you advantage. Oh, thank you. Okay. Um, just the first one, right? Uh, yeah. So if you go Reckless, your first one will be... Advantage. Advantage, and your second will be flat. Okay, cool. That brings it up to 26 for the first one. That'll hit. And, uh, 22 for the second. That'll hit. Uh, 20 points of piercing. All right. And that was your one hand? Um, oh, thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I've got my off hand, which I would use bonus action to hit. Uh, that one's only a 16 hit. Does not hit. Okay. And that'll be my go. All right. It is a Sarax turn, and he is not looking too, too happy. Also, not looking the greatest. Uh, He is going to use Life Drain again, so both of you make me a Constitution saving throw. Oh no. I never fucking help. Ah, my last turn. Thank you. Ooh. I did good on that one. 14? Does not pass. Okay, cool. I got a 24. Uh, 11. Fucking hell. We're gonna take 23 points of necrotic damage. Oh! Um, so, actually, now that I'm in a rage, I do have one of my class skills. I have the bear totem. While raging, uh, you have resistance to all damage except psychic damage. That's good. That's really fucking good. Um, what would what was it? That'll be really? eleven points of damage then. Eleven points. Thank <laughs> you, sir. Okay, 
Ow! Alright, and the layer action does go off. Does Ed take any damage from that? Um, nope. She passed. And the layer action is going to summon an anti-magic field around you, Ed. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's fair. And that is now your turn. So... I guess... I will pull out my mace. <laughs> okay. So it's a 1d6 plus 3 bludgeon. Roll to attack first. I know, I'm just trying to. Yeah. Get out. Well, I got a 2. <laughs> oh boy, howdy, in today's sales, that's still not going to hit. <laughs> a 2 does not hit in this economy. Okay. <laughs> Oh, damn. <laughs> and does um, that end your turn? Yeah, that's all I'm going to do right now. Barnaby, your okay. brother's still a husk. But it's ah! a reckless attack. Two swingy swings. Oh, my God. A, a 14 and an 11. Neither hit. And the offhand was a fucking natural one. Jesus Christ. That's the third natural one, I think, out of you. Seriously. And uh, the disadvantage save on that is still just going to bring me to a five. Fuck. I could not get out of this curse. All right. And... Legendary action, vile curse on uh, Ed. Constitution saving throw for me. I got a 15. If it meets, it beats. And a Sarax turn. It's going to use Life Drain. Both of you make another constitution saving throw. Uh, 14? Nope. 22. Passes. Uh, 17 points, Barnaby. Reduced down to 8. And player action will go off. Um, holding the anti-magic field on you, Ed. All right. And the Sarah Cockley will er, Cockley. Cockley. <laughs> yes, Cockley. Is that to to be cocky? Yes. Will Cockley say, "I thought you'd pose more of a threat." I guess I thought wrong. It's now your turn. Hey, um, I guess that magic shield field thing is for all magic. Mm -hmm. It is not affecting even... where you're standing. So it's not towards him; it's towards others as well. Yeah, it's it's an anti-magic field on your point. Okay, I just want to make sure. Um, I am going to try to use my mace again. Go ahead. I got a 17. Does not hit. Okay. Um, I guess that's all I'm going to do right now. 
there's not much I can do. Barnaby, have you heard about your husky brother? Um, yeah. <laughs> I have. It's making we prefer plus size now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck, right. that got me. <laughs> Alright. Two uh, reckless attack. Uh, dirty 20, and the other one single digits, so that fails. And I'm feeling off. generous. I'll let the dirty 20 hit. Oh, thank you. If and it the, needs to be. The offhand is only a seven. And that is six points of piercing on my. Did you add your rage bonuses? Ooh, I did not. Thank you. What is that? Three? Plus three. Plus three. So that's. What did I say? Six? Yeah, so nine. So that's nine. Okay. Thank you. Nice to have another barbarian around here. I know, right? You help me, I help you. Disadvantage, fucking disadvantage, natural two, natural one. This this curse has me by the Barnaby Barnacles. (laughs) And that's the end of my turn. (laughs) Alright. We're going to try to curse Ed. Constitution saving throw. I got a ten. And you fail. Yeah. Do you now have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws? It is a Sarah's turn. Welcome to the club! <laughs> and he's gonna look at you, Barnaby, and go, Barnaby, something about you and your brother confuses me. One of you is not like the other. Why don't you join him? Nope. Nope. And he's going to try to trap your soul. Nope! Oh, a disadvantage, too. A disadvantage! Hey, at least we get to be I brothers. (laughs) What's the uh, save? Charisma. Charisma save. Oh, boy. Um, Disadvantage at 13. Ed, you've now seen it happen twice. As Barnaby collapses into a husk. And both of Aserak's eyes now glisten. And it is your turn. Do I still have that magic shield around me? Nope. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Yeah, but all your shit's at disadvantage. Yeah, I know. I know. (laughs) But I don't really have much for weapons I could use either, so... Um, so... All or nothing. All or nothing. I am gonna do... I'm gonna do Firestorm. Okay. That's a 7th level spell. Okay. Uh, you need to make a Dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, what's the DC on that? 17. Uh, he rolled a 21. Oh, shit. (laughs) And when he succeeds saving throws that would take half damage, he takes no damage. Damn it. (sighs) A DM. 
Given the nature of that spell, what does that do to our husky bodies? Well, it's ten. It's ten ten-foot cubes, up to ten ten-foot cubes. So you're under me. Yeah. You would fail. Yeah. And take seven d10 fire damage. Yeah. So go ahead and roll seven d10. But you know what? I think. Uh... I think our souls are better off in the gems right now. You know, this is comfy. You think you know, just find, so eventually, maybe someday they'll find where to put our souls and we'll come right back. Here, I'll, I'll run a, a dice rolling sim real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. I did not mean to do that. Uh, oh. okay. That's a lot of damage. I don't, I don't think I don't think flex tape's going to fix that one, boys. <laughs> Does that end your turn, Ed? Well, am I la- so... I can only have one action, right? Correct. One action, one, action one, bo- one action, one bonus action, and movement. <clears throat> I have for bonus action. I don't think I have anything I could use, so... <sighs> I... Yeah, I guess that's my turn. Because there's nothing um, else I could do right now. So, Sarak's going to use Energy Drain on you. Go ahead and roll me a Constitution Saving Throw with disadvantage because of your curse. Oh, actually, oh, you can re-roll your curse save. So, uh, re-roll that. Constitution Saving Throw at disadvantage for your curse. What's the uh, disadvantage... From the curse. No, what? You, which, oh, what dice? You no, roll two d twenty, and you have to take the lower one. Oh, oh, right. Okay. Well, I got a nat one. <laughs> okay, so your curse fails. So you are still cursed. And then he'll use energy drain. So roll another Constitution saving throw at disadvantage. Five. Wait. Um. No. I'm sorry. Uh. Nine. That still fails. Your max HP is reduced by seven. And... Demi-Liches don't have a lot they can do. Except life drain. So make another constitution saving throw. Spell at disadvantage. Correct. Nine again. And that'll be 22 points of necrotic damage. Okay. And it is now your turn. DM, permission to cry? Uh, permission granted. (laughs) I am going to move... Basically, really, really close to you. I'm gonna cast. Can I cast Vampiric Touch now that I'm closer? Don't do it. No, it doesn't work. Necrotic damage. Oh, God. Okay, well, then forget I moved then. <laughs> that doesn't help that majority of most of my spells are like necromancy, and it doesn't really work on a freaking necromancy thing. 
That's my biggest issue right now. Uh, what about Ray of Enfeeblement? Or is the, does that not work either? It's a damage type. It doesn't say. It just says a black beam of enervating energy springs on your finger toward a creature within range. You make a ranged spell attack against the target on a hit. The target deals only half damage with weapon attacks that use strength until the spell ends. At the end of each of the target's turns, it can make a con save against the spell. On a success, the spell ends. Said he's only hitting us with spells that wouldn't do any good. Oh. You can always cast other spells at higher levels. I know, but like I said, I don't really have much that's not fucking necromancy right now. And you guys are basically dead, so I, you guys can't help me either, so. Alright, I guess I'll try Bane at second level. Um, you gotta make a charisma saving throw. Okay. Uh, Legendary resistance, he's gonna succeed that. Alright. Then I guess that's it. That's all I can do. Alright. Uh, make a constitution saving throw to see if you're still cursed. Spell at disadvantage. Mm hmm. Oh, I got a. I got a 14. Not quite enough. Yeah. Alright. So, on a Sarax turn, he's going to use Howl. So, each creature within 30 feet of the Demulich that can hear the Howl must succeed on DC 15 uh, Constitution saving throw. Or drop to zero hit points. So wait, what do I do? Uh, constitution saving throw. Oh, okay. And that's still at disadvantage? Correct. I got a 17. You succeed. So you are frightened until the end of my next turn. And layer action does not go off, so it is your turn. Alright, I guess I'm going to try to use my mace. Okay. Nope, never mind. I got a three. That's not it. Alright, I guess that's all I'm going to do right now. Constitution saving throw for curse. I got a ten. Okay. And then life drain, so another con saving throw. This is just this is just Constitution saving throw simulator. That's what yeah. this is. Just keep rolling d20s and adding your con save. I got another ten. All right, and that'll be twenty-five points of necrotic damage. And he heals for twenty-five, taking him right back up to full health. And it is your turn. Permission to meta guide. Go for it. I'm just gonna die. Can I just like give up? Because I, I I got nothing. 
Like you've got a couple of things. You have a spiritual weapon. Will that work? It does force damage. If you have spiritual weapon, cast it at a higher level spell slot for the increased damage output. It only consumes your bonus action, and then use your action to attack with your mace. I guess I'll try it. Cast spiritual weapon at a higher spell slot to increase the damage output. That'll use your bonus action. You can cast it right next to him and attack with him on the same bonus action, and then use your action to attack with your mace. All of your attacks will still be at disadvantage, but at least you'll have two shots dealing damage towards him. What do I do for that? So first use your bonus action to cast spiritual weapon at a higher level spell slot. Alright, so I'll do spiritual weapon at, I don't know, I guess third level. Okay. And then what? You can attack with it. No, I won't. I got a three. Alright, so that... (laughs) So the attack with the spiritual weapon misses, you can still use your action to attack with your mace. But your spiritual weapon will stay up, so on each of your subsequent turns, you'll have effectively two attacks. That was only if I save, though. I got a fucking three. How does that work? You roll to attack with the spiritual weapon? Yeah, and I got a three. Okay, that's your bonus action. Now you can use your action to attack with your mace. Oh, okay. Uh, I got a 16. Does not hit. Alright, then that's the end of my turn then. Alright, and constitution saving throw for life drain. And curse first. Yeah, for curse. I got a 16. That passes. You are no longer cursed. And now constitution saving throw for life drain. Not at disadvantage. I got an 11. That does not pass. Yeah. Dealing another 25 points of necrotic. And it is your turn again. I guess I'll try spiritual weapon again. Mm -hmm. Uh... It's already up at third level. It stays up. Oh. Oh, see, that's what I was trying to figure out. If it stays up or not. Spiritual weapon is an ethereal weapon that you summon and will stay up, and then on each of your subsequent bonus actions you can move and attack with it. Now that you're no longer at disadvantage, you can attack normally with it. I got a 15. Does not hit. You rolled a 15, or you got a 15 on the die? I got a 15 on the die. Plus your spell attack bonus. Oh, oh. 24 then. Does hit. You cast that at third level, which means its damage output is 2d8 plus your wisdom modifier, which I believe is a plus four. It's 12. 12 points of damage? Yes. All right. And now you can use your action to attack with your mace. Okay. So I'll do that then. Okay. Uh, I got a 19. Does not hit. Okay. That'll be it then. All right. And constitution saving throw. Potentially the last one. Yeah, because I'm about dead. Uh, 
Yeah, I got a seven. Dealing 19 points of necrotic damage. I'm dead. All right. And with that, three of our party members are slain or captured within a Sarax tomb. We're going to pan over to Ellie briefly to discuss what has been going on with Ellie while this all has been happening because I've been messaging Ellie the entire time. (laughs) So, separated from her party, Ellie tried to find any way to go back or to find a way back to rejoin them. Searching for any passages, even attacking at walls to try to find a way back through to no avail before turning her attention to the bronze urn. Opening it with her fire elemental. I'm going to move you guys in here so you can see. And finding a very angry Afridi after beating it with a big-ass whooping stick and then opening it with the fire elemental. Ellie, go ahead and roll me initiative. Something tells me this won't take too, too long. 19. You may actually beat the Afridi. Uh, you 100% did. The Afridi got a 14. So we will start with you. Okie dokie. Let me just check something real quick. Cool. Alright. So, first I need the Afridi. Mm-hmm. Where is he on the map? Oh yeah, no, I see him. He's well within range. I need him to make... Uh, I need him to make a constitution saving throw. DC? Uh, 18. He fails. Okay. Need more D6s. Alright, he's gonna take 3D6 cold damage. So he is going to take 7 cold damage and have disadvantage on his next weapon attack roll before the end of my next turn. Okay. And then as my bonus action, I'm going to cast Draconic Transformation, a 7th level spell. So with a loud trumpet, I will gain wings, uh, blind sight, and something else that's really cool. So I will back up. <laughs> Are you getting your dick back? No. That would have been pretty cool. Oh, damn. So. I will fly 
40 feet to there because I can fly now. And he will just hover back to, uh, to here. And that will end Ellie's turn. Okay. Uh, the Afridi will advance on your little dragony friend and attack it twice. First one's at disadvantage, you said? Yep. Okay. Uh, that is a dirty 20. That's a hit. Okay. Dealing 10 points of slashing. And five points of fire damage. And its second attack will be a 21 to hit. Yep. Dealing 16 points of slashing. And six more points of fire. And that will be his turn. Okay. All right. So I'm going to fly, fly 40 feet to there. Mm -hmm. And then with my bonus action, this is the other cool thing I can do. He needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. I have to get a bunch of D8s. I don't think he passed. That's yeah, an 18. Yeah, no, he got eight. Hmm. Take how many? All right, that'll work. Uh, he's going to take 20 points of force damage from uh, Eli's breath weapon. Okay. That he can use as a bonus action. That's pretty sick. And then Eli is then going to cast Poison Spray, which I believe is a con save as well. Uh, yep. That'll be a 22. Okay, that'll pass, so that'll do nothing. And then my little Wildfire Spirit is going to burst out teleport to there and take me to there I will move the rest of my flying speed to actually to here forget that's not a real person I have to worry about right now and he Freedy needs to make all right he needs to make a dexterity saving throw 18. Doesn't pass. Uh, he's going to take another... 11 points of fire damage. Uh, yeah, fire damage, which I have a feeling he's probably immune to. Immune to fire damage. I figured. His turn? Yep. All right. 10, 12, fuck. Ah, uh, fuck. I think that was 30. So... Yeah, like that. yeah. 30 to there. He'll swing twice on your thing again. 
Oh, well, I dropped that. Um, 18 and 16? Uh, both hit. Okay, cool. So that'll be... 5, 7... 24 points of slashing damage. Okay. And 15 points of fire damage. Okay. A little elemental dude. Yep. Actually. Oh, he's immune to fire damage. Well, fuck. It's a battle of, a, of an Afridi and a summoned Afridi. All right. Cool. And go ahead. to there. Uh, uh, dexterity saving throw to see if he takes half damage from this breath weapon or not. Uh, he fails. Okay. Ooh. Uh, 31 points of force damage. Okay. And then... A con save. As he's using poison spray again. See if he takes uh, any damage from that. 23? Oh, yeah. That definitely passes. And then that many, so I get... And then he'll move the rest of the 60 feet to there. All right. And a Freedy's turn? Mm-hmm. All right, so five, or excuse me, ten, twenty. Attack of opportunity from your little dude. If he can, if he can make attack of opportunities, I don't know. Ah, uh, no. Okay. Swinging on you. That's a crit. And okay. a fourteen. Ah, uh, well, the crit'll hit. I I figured it might. Okay. That'll be twenty-four points of slashing damage. And 13 points of fire damage. What's your current health at? Uh, my current health is 120. Your current is 120? Yeah. Because I used my 6th uh, level to cast heal on myself, which gave me yep. 70 points of healing. Okay. I just wanted to double check, so I've got the, right, the same number as you. Yep. Even after taking that damage, you're at 120. Uh oh no, I'm. I was about to minus that, but okay, cool, cool, cool. Let me know what that is after um, damage. Actually, because I haven't cast a spell, I'm going to use silvery barbs. Okay. So he has to roll that first one again. Okay. The first damage or the first attack? The first attack to see if he hits. Oh fuck. Uh, that'll be a 19 then instead of crit. Uh, that's a miss. Okay, cool. So, yeah, still at 120. Cool. Your turn. All right. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. All right, so bonus action. 
That's definitely gonna hit him. Hmm? Actually, no, it won't. Because I don't have to leave his area. Cool. Alright, so, yep. Uh, deck save. Uh, 19. Uh, 19 does save, so he takes half damage. Go. Actually. 12, 17, 20, 24. So, half of 25. Oh. And then... Yeah, just keep rolling that con save, I guess. We'll see if any of these actually hit him at some point. 18? 8 meets it beats. Okay. Okay. That'll that'll be Ellie's turn. Alright, two attacks on you. Uh, that is a 25 and a 22. Alright. So for the 22 will hit. Uh, the 25, I'm going to cast Silvery Barbs again on, as my okay. reaction. Uh, that'll miss. So that's 12 points of slashing. And 6 points of fire. Okay, 18. And your turn. He's back and forth battles. Uh, so deck save. Uh, fails. And con save will also fail. Cool. 26 points of force damage. That's... Uh, 21 points of poison damage. All right. And a Freedy? Yep. Cool. That'll be a crit and a 15. Uh. Cool. Uh, silvery Barbs on the crit. Yep. <laughs> Dirty 20. Dirty 20 meets. Uh, 15 points of slashing. And five points of fire, so 20. And your turn. It's wild to me. Your guys' HPs are within one of each other every fucking round. Alright, so deck save. Fails. Uh, 39 points of force damage. Uh, same con save. 26. Pass. And yep. That'll be Ellie's turn. Both attacks miss. 18 and a 14. Uh, deck save. Deck save and con save. Deck save 12, con save 17. Alright, both fail. Oh, that's a lot of eights. Oof. Uh, 42 points of force damage. Okay. 
and then 22 points of poison damage. So expl- er, describe to me how that attack hits. Uh, so basically, I breathe the weapon out, the force hits him, and then I just hold my hand out, and a p- noxious poison gas will just fill his face. As the gas seeps into his lungs, he begins to weaken and falls over, exploding into a flash of, of fire and smoke, dropping his, er, his scimitar and the belt around his waist as he perishes. And with that, Ellie, you find yourself in the false tomb of a Sarerak, trapped and alone, not knowing where your friends are. Well, I guess... Is it a cool-looking scimitar? It's pretty sick. It's also, like, the size of you. Well, Ellie will strap that... Oh, well, she'll basically take a long rest, strap that to her back, not seeing any of her friends. We'll prepare another spell and plane shift out. Alright. Into the Feywild. Into the Feywild. And that's where we will find our elephant friend. And as she leaves the tomb, all she can hear in her mind is a Sarerak's cackle. And him saying, You've left and left and found my tomb and now your souls are mine and that's where we end thank you guys for enduring the tomb of horrors which in and of itself was a fucking horror that I hope you guys uh, forgive me for <laughs>